Welcome to Beef Sticks. It is Fat Mac in the black. And I'm, and I'm pasty white. That's right. It's me. It's me. Um, B-S-P. And tonight, we got a very special guest for you. Very the one and only phenomenal AJ Ying. <laughs> Long time friend, how did, fan, and family. How does it feel to now be the biggest family. disappointment since Roman Reigns getting the number thirty spot in the Royal Rumble? <laughs> uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna tell my mom, and she's gonna be so pleased. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with clickbait, right? Everyone does it. Right. Everyone does it. Clickbait is what makes the internet It's like fake news. Literally. It's, it's, it's been the thing to do since tag bait used to be a thing. Yes. I, Pasty and I have been baiting some tag team every now and then. <laughs> it's the only way to do it. It's the only way to do it. Unless we're taking a shower with Strata, eating steak and shitting. Well, yeah. That's the best. You gotta do that every now and then, too. You gotta stay clean. Is that, is that all clean. at once? Yes, all three of us in the shower, eating steak and shitting. Yeah. It's an ongoing thing. So you have plates out, you're eating, and then it's just coming out the back. No, there's no plates, it's we just steak in hand. We oh, it's just steak in hand. Yeah. yeah. I but, thought it'd be like, like classier, like quite, quite, and then no, you... No, but we stay clean. No, no. no. We stay clean. Yeah, like you, you eat it, you eat it, you use it to scrub your body down. Yep. Multi-purpose. You feed each other every now and then. I'll feed some to Strata or Pasty. It's a, it's a whole thing. It's a whole. You should get in on it, man. You should get in. Does, on does, it. does, does, the, does the poo hit the wall or hit the floor? The floor. Okay. The, the shit is hit the, the floor. floor. By God! By God! The shit is in the floor! By God! <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of JR, I just listened to him on Sab- Sam Roberts' podcast this week. How was it? Pretty good. Was it? Not bad. It was short. It was It was actually a very short interview, from Most what I thought. Most of have been about, like, 10, 15 minutes lately or less. Yeah. He had one with Alexa I- Bliss that was, like, seven and a half minutes, and... I don't know. I want to read his book. So it, it did its trick. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't listen to to Not Sam as much nowadays because he's getting more and more and more in WWE's pocket and you can just tell it the way he, the way he talks about things. And I mean, that's not necessarily a bad thing. I would do it if they were paying me money. Don't get me wrong. This show would be way different if WWE was dropping me money, man. But, uh, <laughs> But it right. makes it, sometimes it makes it difficult to listen to. He should have a t-shirt that says that. I would buy it. He does have a t-shirt it. that says Shell Sam Shell. It's on his uh, Pro Wrestling really? Tees site. Or his NotSam.com. He wasn't, he wasn't talking about it when he was talking about his t-shirt Christmas sale. Oh, yeah, he has a Shell Sam Shell. Like, Are you a Sam like Roberts the, like the, agent? Um, I never watched, I never listened to, like, the, like, the stuff off of the, like, I've listened to him on the pre-show and whatnot, but I actually haven't, like, pursued his other stuff. See, I think okay. that's a, that's a hard way to get introduced to him, because he looks creepy as shit. 
<laughs> don't look at him. Oh, he's I, like, I, I didn't. He's like, like kind of like a. I kind of got like pre because I'm on Reddit all the time. Some people said that he was going to be on it like the first time he's going to be on it. So I kind of prepped myself because of the way they said like, oh, look, this guy is going to be, you know, off, but off putting maybe. But then right. when I saw him, I was like, oh, he looks like somebody who'd know a lot about wrestling, but really would never be caught near a ring. Right. So like everybody on the internet talking about wrestling, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I've been seen. I've been told I could be caught near a ring, but then I probably would be real sloppy. I drop somebody on their head. I would be a lot back. I could be caught near a ring. I've been near a ring, usually with a beer in hand, cheering. It's fun. I've been in the ring with a beer in hand, <laughs> just not wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> when were you in the ring with a beer in hand? That's news to me. Um, at um AWF show in uh, Granite. Okay. So, uh, speaking of beer, let's let's get let's knock out some sponsors. Uh, let's get some shit out here because we got a lot to talk about and a little bit of time to do it. And I want to try to get everything in. Yes, stuff it all in. Stuff it. And since we're talking about stuffing, it's a perfect time to talk about stocking stuffers such as vinyl car decals, t-shirts, and hockey masks, custom painted to your specifications. Yes. Of course, I'm talking about Monster Wear Clothing and our good buddy, Corey Matthews. He'll hook you up. You tell him B-Sticks Podcast sent you great products, reasonable prices, locally sourced. It's all good. All right, Mackie, you hit him with the social media Yes, make sure to check us out on Facebook. We have a lot of uh, good and fresh stuff up there right now. Um, take a look at Enzo's penis. See a fat broad snapper leg in half. A lot of stuff there. It is facebook.com forward slash beefsticks podcast. You can also hit us up at uh, gmail, fatmacbsp at gmail.com. I am on Twitter at beefstickscsb. Don't forget to hit that up. Um, you can hit up Cloud Style Broadcasting as a whole and see everybody in our family on Facebook.com forward slash Cloud Style Broadcasting. And don't forget, become a VIP patron sponsor at Patreon.com forward slash Cloud Style. No broadcasting, just forward slash Cloud Style. Cloud Style. And if you're really feeling frisky, check us out on GoFundMe. Go to GoFundMe.com and put Cloud Style Broadcasting in the search bar, we're the only thing that's going to pop up for you. Remember, everything goes back into cloud style. We don't pocket any money. It goes into equipment. It goes into swag. It goes into everything that makes your listening and viewing pleasure more pleasurable. It's like that little tickler on the top of the vibrator for the clit, you know. That's, that's, that's <laughs> what the GoFundMe is. It's that little tickler. We're the dildo. GoFundMe is the tickler. So if you want to tickle our pickle for at least a nickel, go check it out. How'd I do shilling? All right. That was beautiful. Shill, Mac, shill. Mr. Mackie. Mr. Mackie. <laughs> and I'm the only one with beer on the show tonight. So instead of taking a long and extended trip to the refrigerator, we'll save you about 40 seconds of your life, and I will present you with my 40-ounce Surly Inherent Weiss. 
I'm, I'm jealous. I'm jealous. It's a seven dollar forty right there, folks. I couldn't pass it up. Fat Mac had forty on the show last week, and I'm like, I should look in that section. I should, and I did, and I saw it, and I bought it, and I'm drinking it, and it's good. Even the dog fucking loves it. Even the dog loves it. Fucking breeze all over. I hate that. that we can hear them from here. <laughs> you know we were. You know I. I, I know we got to stay on topic, but just a little side note there. You're talking about the forties. You know we were talking about the other day how Mickey's is ridiculous in forties. You might as well just get grenades. Yeah. So I was at the liquor store this last week, and uh, there's some cat in there, bent over looking around in the forty section. You know, I'm comfortable in the 40s section. I know what's going on. So I just walk over there. I'm like, you looking for something? He's like, can't find the Mickey's 40s. I just fucking shook my head. I said, dude, walked over, grabbed a thing of grenades. It's like, fucking get this or don't get shit. <laughs> and he just started laughing. I was like, seriously, fuck it, man. Get a Colt 45 if you're going to get a 40. Get a fucking grenades if you're getting Mickey's. He looked at me for a little bit. He's like, ah, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> I just upsold the liquor store too. So come on, man. There you go. They should be paying you. Give me a commission. Give me one out of every fucking 12-pack I sell. Just give me a bottle. <laughs> oh. Hey, shots. You got anything you'd like to chill on the show? Uh, Not currently, as I'm not really using any social media at the moment. I was doing the YouTube thing. I was going to try the Twitch thing. None of those things are really a thing. Like, YouTube is a whole different beast than when I actually used it. So I wouldn't recommend trying to get big on it now to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, Twitch would be, the where, would be where to go if anybody's actually trying to be anything on the internet anymore. Yeah, and, and me and my brother do stream occasionally as Beef Sticks Gaming on Twitch. Uh, we, we mostly get viewers when we play the original EverQuest. So... <laughs> Because yeah. nobody else is playing it? I don't know. I, I don't know what it is, but that's when we get the most viewers. I mean, I don't have a lot of money to put into computer gaming. I'm a, I'm a console gamer. So that's pretty much where it's at, is like the shit I ain't got to pay for. Yeah. Or the shit I already have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, well, let's jump right into WWE Clash of Champions, if y'all are ready. Yeah, I'm ready. All right, I think I think there's going to be a lot to talk about. Maybe some, uh, I, I think there's going to be some uh, some some differing opinions, and I like that. I always like that. Uh, so we'll start out. The pre-show had Mojo Rowley winning this feud over Zack Ryder, who he had turned on apparently three weeks before. It seemed like he had just recently did it, but they were showing packages from three weeks before. I was like, damn, it has been a while. It was a lot of Twitter stuff, and it was the Twitter stuff was really good. Well, yeah, he had, they were doing Twitter stuff for quite a while, but apparently, like, the actual attack was three weeks before the pay-per-view, and I was like, holy crap. It yeah. didn't seem like that to me. Um, this was an okay match. Um, the, the sad thing is, this match probably had the most storyline and the most build of any match on the card, and it was a pre-show match. Which, Yeah, from the public opinion, I saw a lot of people were really pleased with the amount of storytelling that was actually in it, and, like, matter like more story rather than just these people have to be in a match again let's do it again yeah right yeah versus like the people who actually had a feud yeah which this this pay-per-view was lacking at least real feuds i think 
Um, I could be. Yeah, wrong. it was a lot of just let's let's look at the feud from the last two months and let's just make it uh, make it end all be all of the feuds and then let's move on from here and go towards Royal Rumble. Right. Speaking of, we had a triple threat match for the U.S. title. Dolph Ziggler actually won the U.S. title from uh, defending champion Baron Corbin and the glorious Bobby Roode in a triple threat match. Um, I I loved this match. I've got nothing negative to really say good. about it. But, uh, it was really damn good. flourishes in triple threats. They are built. He he is built for triple threat matches. Right. Oh yeah. And, yeah. Anything uh, with more people. And I can't uh, speak enough for that ending where Baron Corbin was going into the end of days and Ziggler ended up hitting the zigzag on him. I mean, that was just beautiful. I loved that. I loved which, it. Which, which they have done before. They I, did it instead I, I of Rude in there, it was Styles. Okay. Styles was in that same spot when it was uh, for a U.S. title shot a couple of months ago. Okay, I didn't remember it, but I loved it. I loved it. It went beautifully. Um, I think it's a, it's a throwaway championship win. We all know... Well, we know what happened anyways on SmackDown, but it's... It was Nobody miraculous. really knows what's happening from it, from sources like he's supposed to just be kept off TV for a while. Yeah, he's apparently going to be off TV at least a month. Um, whether yeah. he's relinquishing the title or what it is, but nonetheless, that, that really... That kills somebody like a Baron Corbin or even a Bobby Roode, who I don't think needed the belt. I didn't think Bobby needed it. I didn't think he was going to win it. But no. um, somebody like Baron Corbin could could still work from having that belt for another four weeks, where now there's going to be four weeks of not. Well, it, it, it depends if, if they're really counting him as abandoning it, so they have to have a new match or a new tournament. Like back when like CM Punk took the belt years ago, and then they had a tournament on who, who would get a new belt. And then Rey Mysterio won it, and then Punk came back, and then he's like, no, I'm still around. So then they had two belts. Then, Which, you know, they could be debuting a new design for a belt in a month. So, because, and then he'll say, I never I never lost it, I just left it in the ring, and then whatever. Something could happen there. Yeah, it definitely could. I, and I think that kind of, like what you're saying, I think kind of proves the point. Kind of same with this match. I don't think they know what they're doing with it. And so, yeah, if they do abandon it and put it up for grabs, then it's, you know, hey, we can throw it on somebody else. We don't need to have a feud. We don't need to write a story. We can just lazily get this title belt on somebody else. And then maybe I have something to go back to later when Dolph comes back. But I th- We can throw it on somebody who deserves a belt, who needs a belt, but then didn't have to really work up a three-month, five-month feud just to earn the belt. And um, and then when Dolph comes back or whatever they do with it, then they could just drop it off of whoever takes it. But then that person had a belt, he could build something off of it. Like a Ty Dillinger could really use a belt right now because he's not even on TV. He was on a, a Fashion Files like a month ago, and then where has he been since? Yeah, he was he was the ten to 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 um, Michael Bobby Brown's eleven. Or um, yeah, I love Ty. I love Ty. I would love to see him get some kind of push. I think that SmackDown has such a rich roster and such a good story-intense roster, like a lot of characters, and because they have two hours instead of three, where where Rod, Rod can't fill three hours. They have to beg and plead to build two and a half hours. I think SmackDown, with how many characters they have and how many shows they can pile and how many, you know, they could put, you know, the fashion files back on TV, they could do so much, and they could fill three hours. It wouldn't be good because... Three hours just means that they're going to be coming up with a bunch of more random shit they don't need to. But yeah. I think that they, I think they could benefit from a two and a half hour 
just to fit that extra 30 minutes in there. <laughs> give some yeah. stuff to, to Fashion Piles, give some stuff to uh, Ty, give some stuff to... Who else hasn't been on TV in a long time? There's oh. quite a few people. A lot of people. A lot of people. I know, so it's, 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 SmackDown went from a really, really good spot after the brand split with the Dean and AJ and Ellsworth thing, and they were such a good spot right there, and then the, the women's title with Alexa Bliss and everything was looking good yeah. too, and then they went to a slump when they lost everybody, and now they're kind of getting back to that built-up spot again of I having so. good shows consistently. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But they still have too many people. And they're, just, buying, and, and they're bringing in more and more people, and they're not going to have spaces for them. But I do I do feel that, that SmackDown as well as Raw, I think they're both lacking um, any direction. I just I feel like the writers honestly don't know where they're going with anybody or what they're doing. They're writing for the next three weeks and not the th- next three months. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Or, or almost even just a... a a point shoot aim as the you know back in the end of WCW days where they were writing fucking week to week and not even really paying attention to the future thing maybe thinking about next week at most I don't the only know. thing that they have written out is stuff they, is, is that they want Roman to earn a title back by Wrestlemania that's the only thing they have written right everything else I don't know I think I think this Daniel Bryan Shane McMahon feud is a lot better written out and planned out than a lot of people think. Oh, um, I do too. I just, I just don't want them to keep teasing. I mean, they and honestly, my, uh, my pipe dream, and I went, I went through this for a long time last week, is that Daniel Bryan's coming back, and this is the feud that's going to bring it back into that place. I, I hate to burst anybody's fucking fantasy booking, but they didn't know what they were doing with Shane Daniel on Thursday before, or Tuesday before the pay-per-view. <laughs> they spent fucking five days deciding what they were going to do in that match. I don't think they have a fucking clue where they're going with it. Well, they keep building up this this this, this whole tease of, of Brian can be can wrestle again, and they did it with The Miz when they, when, when they had a... They they had uh they had him you know beefing with the Miz last year yeah. and then where did that go? It never even ended. And everybody it just said of... it was going to end in a pay per view match, end in a pay per view match. And then well, he just like, how, he got drafted things... to Raw and and they didn't even talk about it. They never even mentioned it after that. Yeah. How That's how many storylines can you name off the top of your head, Raw or SmackDown right now that have just ended with no conclusion and no mention again? <laughs> Too many. Too Who many. was the, the Alexa Bliss and uh, Nia Jax split was gonna was supposed to be big, and the very next day they were best right. friends again. Dude, I, I want I want to know I want to know what happened to Goldust's protege. I want to know what happened to like like are they just never gonna bring up that Sister Abigail was the thing because that whole idea was a horrible idea. They can leave that the whole one. idea I'm was okay horrible. With that. Or what? I think I think Morgan, Matt, and Sister Abigail. Yeah, they're gonna have a fight. If they're gonna do it, yeah. If no, I don't want that. But if they can, (laughs) if they can have it on film and not like in a ring in front of a live audience, they can maybe pull it off. The Sister Abigail. But then he's the House of Horrors. I don't want Woken Matt versus Sister Abigail. I want Brother Nero versus Sister Abigail. That'd be fun. Nero's gonna be out for like another three months or something. Oh, I know. I know. I'm just saying, brother versus sister, not even the same thing. Right. That's actually good thinking. That's good thinking. I suppose we oh. could move on to the next bit of that show. Yeah, yeah, we, we've been talking a lot. Let's uh, let's talk about the fatal four-way, four-way tag team match. Uh, oh, the Usos, this was... 
defended their championship against the New Day, Rusev Day, and Shelton and Benjamin Day. American Alpha 2.0. Alpha Day, American America. Day. Yeah. New Day, Rusev Day, and American Day. I was trying to come up with I a thought this. Day. I thought this match was, <laughs> was beautiful, to be honest. Yes. I think all of these teams are good. I'm so happy at how good Rusev Day is doing as a group. Because what yes. was Aiden English doing? Absolutely nothing. He was actually, I mean, he was putting on good shows with Randy Orton out of random bits of just throwing right. them in the match. Oh, yeah. But, uh, but Rusev needed something because Rusev is, I mean, Rusev, Rusev is amazing. I, I would give, if I, if I ran the company, Rusev would have everything because Rusev is too good. But oh, yeah. I, think, I think that this was a bunch of teams, like New Day does not need a title. They could, they could go the rest of no. their run with never getting a title again and it would be completely fine. And they'll still uh, go down in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, obviously. Oh, yeah. Um, mm. And I think that when it comes to the other two teams, I don't I don't know how long their writing is for Rusev Day. I hope it lasts a little while because it's a really fun segment and a fun group. They're a great classic heel tag team, and I yeah, love it. Yeah, and, it, and it's really showcasing how good Aiden English has been this whole time when not being paired with Simon Gotch right. because Gotch really held him back, even though Simon Gotch wasn't bad either. Uh, just his personality made him hated backstage, and then they I'd never got it. I'd argue him. Simon Gotch wasn't good. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't horrible. There are far worse on on the main roster, let alone NXT stuff. But um, but I think that it's giving him a shot to shine. But I think that when it comes with Rusev Day, when it comes to Ch, Ch- Benjamin Ch, Ch, Ch Gable, um Benjables, uh, I think I, I think those are two teams that could definitely have the title. They could use it, but they don't need it at the moment, and they don't want to pull the trigger and take it off the Usos because the Usos, I think, they want to give it a little bit more longevity. This is the best Usos have been to me in their entire yeah. run ever, ever, oh, yeah. ever, ever. Yeah, no. They back when they held the tag team make... championships for the better part of a year, I couldn't stand them. By that uh, point, they'd already gotten stale to me in their face days and everything. Yeah. Now the Usos now with the Uso Penitentiary, the new attitude—they're at the top, and keep I keep think they're going to be the tag team. I'm cool with it. Be in more matches yes. every pay-per-view. Cool with it. Now, I did say New Day was going to win this one, but I'm glad I was wrong. And I did say Baron Corbin was going to keep his title, and I'm glad I was wrong. I thought they were going to. Dro- I thought they were possibly going to drop it to Bobby because they might assume he needs a title. But I was, I was, I was left fielded out of the Ziggler thing. I thought Ziggler was going to take a pin. <laughs> right, right. As soon, see, I thought yeah. Rude was going to get it until they added Ziggler in, and then once they added Ziggler, I'm like, oh, Corbin keeps it. Well, I think everybody thought Ziggler was just there to take the pin from whoever. Fluffer. And I think that's why they gave him the title. Yeah. They were like, ha-ha, we wrote better than you. But I wouldn't say that I was happy (laughs) with um, Baron Corbin losing his title because I think think this is going to put this is going to put some breaks on Baron Corbin's push, and he's been been trying to get traction, and he's been doing okay. And it it really, when you have somebody lay a title in the ring and walk away from it, you are saying that this title is worthless to even a Dolph Ziggler. So you're really diminishing your own title, and I don't like he when they do that. Kept it on Baron Corbin at that point. That's he, my he, if, he, if he was going to drop in the ring like that, he, he should have gone full full NATO with it and, like, chucked it and jumped on it and, like, wrecked it and made a scene I, out of it instead of just especially, dropping it. Especially with the rumors of them bringing a new United States championship into the picture. He should have smashed it against the ring like the ring post. Just wrecked it. Yeah. Like, that would have been a bigger scene than just dropping it and walking away. Um, I think I got a point out here. I think maybe the biggest pop of the night, definitely the biggest pop during the match, but maybe the biggest pop during the night was when Rusev had to accolade on Big E and was just yanking back. Yeah. 
I think everybody thought yeah. that Rusev Day was winning it there, and the whole like everybody was on their feet. It was just a roar. No, anything anything Rusev did, the whole crowd was into it. It was yeah. Rusev is the, is incredibly over, and they're not doing anything with See, that. But I think I but would they're letting him shine though. I don't mind them doing this Rusev Day for a little while longer, but I really, especially in SmackDown, Rusev should be fighting for the title if not holding it for a moment in time. Well, there was the rumor that 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 Rusev was going to get the title, and then he got injured. So they were just like, "Who? What other foreign heel can we toss it to?" And they <laughs> threw it at Jinder because he was the only other person, and he was tagged with him. But Rusev, they said the, the whole rumor was that he was going to get it and have the lengthy run instead. But he was out with that uh, with that injury for like five. Well, you months. know, and there's still always rumblings that him and Lana have heat backstage still to this day. And with the booking, it's hard to argue that they might still have heat. Why? I don't know. I would hope it's not think, still over them getting engaged. That would just be ridiculous yeah. for Vince to hold a grudge that long. But they're both in really not favorable positions right now, if you consider where they could have been or where they even were two years ago. They, well, this right. WrestleMania, Rusev came in in a goddamn tank. Just this last WrestleMania. And then this week, two he's fucking... Uh, was that two or was that this? I yeah, thought that was two. Was he, was, he wasn't featured at the last one. Um, and then, then you know, this they have him fucking dressed up in a suit now on as an elf and fucking. Uh, he was Santa Claus. He was Santa. Yeah, he was having a great time. <laughs> so it's like I don't like that. I like Rusev being silly in the back. It's okay, but he needs to be all fucking all action in the ring. He needs to be the Bulgarian. He's elated. Ring. You should see be. the my, my thing is, never be is elated, ever, the superstars ever. who make it legendary are the ones who can be themselves in the ring. So for Rusev to be in the ring and be doing his funny shit like he does on the internet, that's good. It's good. He can just be himself turned up to eleven. That's how he's getting over. If you could insert things genuine. like that into a match, yes. Nobody's ever going to like somebody fucking wrestling as Santa every fucking match. Well, I mean, the club lost the Heat Slater and Rhino at, like, during Halloween when they had the Halloween bash match or whatever. Yeah, that was month. awful, too. You know, <laughs> I mean, dress... it looked like everybody was having a great time, but the, you know. Yeah, except for the fans. And we're the ones that fucking count. I'm sorry. <laughs> Everybody's either taking, taking a bathroom break, getting popcorn, or fucking changing the channel during that shit. Like, before before we go on too much of a tangent on this again, I want to say that the, one of the most angry I was I've been at booking this year was Rusev looking absolutely awful to John Cena in that flag match. Oh, that was bad. Yeah, that whole match. I was, was like, just a I was like, John doesn't need no uh, need a win. Just give it to Rusev and let everybody be happy. But then they gave it to John and nobody cared. Yeah. And he didn't look good in the match, and they didn't even know the fucking rules to the flag match, because then they were taking him out and fucking beating each other with him and shit, and it's like, nobody knew what the fucking rules were. And they just threw two oh. people in a ring and said, take the thing and put it in another thing. Yeah, I love when you don't have any idea what their fucking matches are, when they just don't know what the fuck they're doing. They walk out to the ring, and then they look up at the flag, and then, oh, okay, we take that. The announcers fucking like, change their it. stories halfway through and shit, and it's just, oh, it gets ridiculous. That match was horrible. That was. All right. Um, anyways, um, I'm okay with Usos, Usos, Usos keeping the titles. And um, I enjoyed this match. I still think the triple Oh, my God. Now I want to see the Usos triple tag with Rusev as they Usev. Do on, they do on house shows, and he comes out as Usev. <laughs> right? Um, I, I want to see him do... 
I want to see Rusev do their face entrance. I did with the Samoan chair. Rusev cat. I want to see them painted as cats. Rusev cat. Um. <laughs> so I didn't think it was as good as the opening match, but I I did really enjoy this match. And then I'm gonna say I'm, I apologize to anybody else. I did not like any match going forward. Um, the next match, <coughs> the Lumberjack match for the SmackDown Women's Championship, uh, Charlotte retained. I think retained. I went to take a piss during this. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. Charlotte retained over Natalia with the uh, figure eight submission. Um, Lumberjack matches are just hard to have a good match in general. Yeah. Yeah, it's not about the two people on the ring. It's about uh, all the people surrounding it. And this one really was hurt by... Yeah, like you said, it's usually about the people surrounding it. This one was hurt by there was only one face, and that was Naomi, and all the rest were heels. So there really wasn't much to do on the outside either. It really got... Yeah, it got bogged down. But it's hard. I I, think this match was dead from the start because not a single fucking person I know... Anybody in the audience, for that matter, I think is interested in this feud anymore. Or, and I don't think anybody thought Charlotte was going to lose. That is. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, like I said it before, I'll say it again. This Natalia, anytime Natalia's in the picture, I tune out. Yeah. And it's not even that she's she's a great in ring performer, but that's great. as far as it goes. Great, but she doesn't. Yeah. yeah, she doesn't. There's have no chemistry. character there, and her her speaking seems so artificial and wooden. Well, even She's always in, like, oh, boo me! Fuck, I'm angry at the world. And Cat even in things. the ring, she she's really good with the moves, but she doesn't give you those facial expressions, and her timing isn't, like, precise, and she doesn't tell the story in the ring like she could. She can show you move for move how to do something clinically, but she doesn't tell that story in a flowing fucking... I like like a Charlotte and Sasha match would tell you a story, and uh, a, you know, a Charlotte and Becky match will tell you a story. Whereas to like a like a like the worst thing I could think of is probably well okay worst thing I think of of top tier females I'm not going to include people like Lana in this uh, like a, like a Alexa Bliss and Natalia match is boring as fuck because right. neither of the two know how to tell a story and then you go back and look at fucking um, Bailey versus Emma fucking years ago in NXT takeover oh Bailey doesn't tell a story and, and so does Emma no I thought I thought they told a beautiful story and I think they're two oh, yeah. people that are just shit on Bailey is shit on at this point mm. Emma got let go and it's like if you go back and watch that NXT takeover match between Bailey and Emma that's as good as any fucking Shawn Michaels match you're going to find oh, yeah. you can look at you can look that at was our hands down match of the year you can you can look at almost any Bailey NXT match and it is top tier performance from move to storyline to the feel to everything. Yeah. And then they brought her to the main roster and then they made her look like shit to Alexa Bliss who can't even wrestle. She's the best talker to be, of the To be of, fair, of, Alexa Bliss is the best female they have right now. That's my opinion. In terms of was, speaking and character work, yeah. And also I think in terms of an all-around performer. All-around. She can wrestle I don't think good. She's a good performer. She can't. She, she can't made the DC legitimate again. But she wrestles I mean, as good. She beat Nikki James with a slap. This is this is going to be controversial, but I'm she's as good as Charlotte because Charlotte's still really green right now. She has a lot of work. Yeah, I think Alexa is as good in the ring as Charlotte, and I think she's the best talker they have. And I think she also is good at telling a story in a ring. Uh, well, I, I, I guess I can speech. admit 
where where like uh, Charlotte is is phenomenal in ring. I want to say, but boy, when she gets botchy, she gets botchy. Yeah, We've she that, that hurts people. Alexa can't match. Match shit because she doesn't do enough. This lumberjack I mean, match and Lynch does not a set up a table. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, I, I I'll put this more on the lumberjacks than Charlotte. But even this lumberjack match, she did one of her. Uh, she did one of her moonsaults off the top rope to the floor, and she missed everybody. She landed on her feet, and then they all just flew yeah. backwards like the wind oh. knocked them out. <laughs> you, did you all see the the, few, the little Twitter feud that Becky Lynch and Liv, uh, uh, and Liv Morgan are having where the showed Liv Morgan attack Sarah Logan in a gif on Becky's Twitter? And then she was like, oh, wait, you're with me, and then just, like, stood back and, like, was, oh. Uh. <laughs> no, I didn't see that. It, 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 was, it was good. I wouldn't I have noticed it if out. it wasn't brought up again. Uh, moving on, <laughs> Bludgeon Brothers defeated Brizongo in a minute and 58 seconds. I think these seconds. two could have done so well. Um, I think they could have done so much, and they didn't. They would have had the time. I, yeah, I think it was restricted on time. They were showing I mean, Obviously, the Bludgeon <laughs> Brothers were going to win it one way or another. But I think they could have showcased both. They could have made Bludgeon Brothers yeah. look legitimate and not just a squash match team. Mm-hmm. And they could have had... You know, Brazango have their have their fun moments to hype up the crowd after the boring shit they just dealt with, right. and and you know not have two shit matches back to back. Yeah, and you could even you could even have an almost a squash match with the Bludgeon Brothers, but have the Bludgeon Brothers like constantly like maybe pin them and then pick their head up and not get the full pin, and then every now oh, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, yeah, yeah. Fandango will do something to to get the upper hand, and Brazango and Fandango get a little bit of the upper hand and show what they can do. And I mean, yeah, you could have. back down. And let's let's not forget that the pay per view went off the air 15 minutes early again this this time, so they could have easily added an extra five minutes on this match. Oh, I started late, so I wasn't sure anyway. I was Plus, I was having late. all kinds of internet issues, so I had to restart it and fast forward back through the pay per view because I'm not going to start now and ass. rewind and ruin the whole thing for myself. Right. That was a pain in the ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah nine forty-five. It went. Well, I think it was like nine forty-three or something. The WWE logo hit. It was like, damn. Um, so I don't got much else to say about this other than I'm still loving the Bludgeon Brothers. They seem to be polarizing on the web. I love them. People hate them. I think I think that that they're two guys who are, are very good at what they do. Uh, Luke I Harper, obviously. Think- Luke Harper could, should have been in that trip. Should have made a triple threat at WrestleMania. I'm going to say that, and a lot of people will agree with me. That yeah. match was shit, and it could have been made so much better by having just Luke Harper in it. Oh yeah, it would elevate Luke Harper because he was in a title scene for a while, not the main and title honestly, scene. Nice Eric Rowan needs to get rid of the fucking sheet mask because it still drags me back to Wyatt family. Like Bl- Bludgeon Brothers should stand on their own, get rid of the sheet mask. See, yeah, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm like fine it. with it. Yeah, yeah I still I like, like it. it. I think I'm it adds to his character, and he doesn't he doesn't have much of a character, so let the guy have they let him bitty sh- fucking they, ass. There was, like, what, like, one one final episode of Talking Smack? That they, did they even have? No, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did have it this week. That one I episode feel, of Talking Smack where like they gave Eric Rowan a mic, and he was so good on it, and I was like, where has this Eric Rowan been? Why is he <laughs> just now getting a microphone? He's been with the company how many years, and he's now speaking. Just like when Luke Harper was put in the title scene earlier, like last year or whatever, um, when they gave him the mic, I was like, "Where is this guy's speaking been this whole time? Why are they just now letting these the like the beasts of the Wyatt family that they never let spoke like let's speak finally speaking, and they all know how to talk." Yeah, 
Right. They lost a lot with fucking getting rid of Talking Smack. That's just a fucking... That's Talking a Smack elevated The Miz. They made The Miz look so good. They made Corbin actually look like he knows Corbin, how to speak. Corbin could talk boy, on the mic, yeah. Talking, Corbin's talking Smack on a is mic. the reason that, the, that, that rockin'... Oh, God, what was it? Rolling Stone magazine named The Miz the top wrestler of the year. Yeah. I wouldn't even argue it. Yeah, that was their no, WWE wrestler of the year. Great this year. I don't know. I, I saw that headline and I was like, "Nah." He's not going to be hit by WWE. That's for sure. But yeah, he, I mean, he was he was out doing other stuff. He was, you know, he's getting mainstream. Oh, this is this is great. I just this year, I don't feel like he's done a whole lot to stand out, yeah, other than been, being a really good IC champion. Well, who, who would you put in that thin. position? He's been spread thin. Who would I put in the position of wrestler? Wrestler of, of the, the year this year, AJ Styles, hands down. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that would be. But I'm, I'm in considering from a mainstream. Actually, you view, could argue. You could argue, and I'm not. But playing devil's advocate, you could argue that Jinder Mahal was wrestler of the year this year. He he Crickets. won more world championship matches than anybody else. He held the title for six months. He main evented countless matches. I mean, you could he argue. He gave Finn Balor a concussion the week before he got the title match. You could argue. I'm saying I'm not, but I'm I'm saying you could argue that. I, I think I think from a from a Rolling Stones perspective, like a mainstream viewer's perspective, Miz is fitting of it. Right. From a wrestling yeah. fan's perspective of it, then obviously AJ is it's, it's 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 the difference between a Rolling Stone view versus a WWE.com view. I think right. would definitely have AJ Styles have that. Have and that and it's good. It's good that they give a different perspective, you know. I think so. Um, we got the tag match. Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan were special guest referees, both in the ring at the same time. If Owens and Zayn lost, they would be fired from WWE. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn won after a quick count everyone, by Daniel Bryan. Everyone knew that KO and Sammy were not going to lose. It was on the matter of how they weren't going to lose. Right. I figured it was a no contest. And was I, I the only Brian one that was... going to do something, but it was to the caliber of what is Brian going to do? Was I mm-hmm. the only one that was just confused and, and bored and, and didn't care about the match? I mean, the whole match was basically Shane versus Daniel. It had nothing to do with any of the four wrestlers. It was a lot... It, it's one of those matches... Where where they have they have bits and pieces throughout the year where you'll see a match that should be top tier caliber, but then instead of using it to showcase like, you know, top tier athleticism in great matches, they just use it for a pure show, like just pure building and storytelling match that can be a cluster of, of shit. There was no but it's, story it's, in it's this a lot match. Of, it's this a lot match of building had zero something. Story. And it, and it was building nothing between the wrestlers and everything no. between the refs. You had Randy Orton and Shinsuke versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. There's no story there. They fabricated the Daniel... They didn't, they didn't use it to build those four. They used it to build the two refs. I know that, but I don't... Why? That's stupid. They used it to build two non-wrestling authority figures. That's a waste I mean, of they four all, extremely... They built something... 
they build something with Shane every year. I don't know if it's in his dang contract or what, that he has to have something every year. He he has to fight in two matches every year is the contract, I believe, that was signed when he and came he's got to, and, 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 and each match he's got to jump off something taller. <laughs> that's that's his stipulation that's, he had to pen in there. personal, personal yeah. signature. I just, I thought this was Which is great, because, you know, he's always got his young sons at ringside. Good impression for those just kids. So that, yeah, and just so that, that when Randy... he does die, he knows they're there and sees it. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like when everybody, when, it, when he knocked himself out last Survivor Series and they had to have Randy go over and talk to his kids and be like, he's fine, he's just, he, it's up, uh, it's a hole. And then, then go back in the ring. When he knocked himself out on that speared coast-to-coast combo. Yeah. And, and he was so knocked out that he kicked out and they still counted it for three because he was supposed to. Right. Yeah, he was. But good. I mean, like, Roman didn't take that any better. He was out of it, too. So let me note that this match was 21 minutes and 37 seconds long on a pay-per-view that ended... I mean, it was a waste. Why spend 20 minutes on this? Shit. And we didn't get... We I don't think we got anything out of it. Shane didn't do the three count. I did. But that's because he the original count was broken up by Daniel originally, which we know was, a, was an accident. But you can say it's a, um, a make-up call. I don't know if, uh, Shaw, if you're a BT uh, Dubs, that was fan. Daniel taking a sizable bump. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> um, I, you know, there's a such thing as a makeup call, where sometimes if a ref in a football game makes a bad call, but they don't notice it till later, they'll kind of make a bad call on the other team later to make up for it. And so you could see why, why Shane didn't count the three. It was dumb, especially since they had already established that was Daniel Bryan's side of the ring which was a stupid fucking Patty Duke fucking 1950s sitcom storyline. This is my Saturday. But then they had him over on on Shane's side, and then you had Daniel Bryan do a quick count, which basically takes everything away from what this was supposed to be. If the story was between Daniel and Shane, it was Daniel saying, Shane, you're hot-headed, you don't think when you get angry, and you take it out on others. So what did Daniel do? He got hot-headed, and he had a fast count and screwed Randy Orton. So where does this where does this move the characters? It doesn't really advance the characters in any way. Daniel's still a face. He's not turning heel. He's never not you're not going to see you're not going to see big payoff for any of this until WrestleMania. And I know you're a naysayer, Bubba. <laughs> I, I know you're gonna you're gonna fight it to the bitter end. What they do, but by the end of this, I think even you will be pleased. I think you'll be disappointed, Loke. No, you'll be pleased. I think that no matter what, they could they could they could make Daniel Bryan kill a baby, like kill a puppy on on the yeah, people. Would still be yesing people him. Still He's never going to be a yeah. heel. They're Nobody's gonna ever going to boo him. him. They can't turn him heel. It's not going to happen. The They're not going to fire acts, him. The more I people th- love him. I've seen so many people saying after the pay-per-view, he's going to be fired on SmackDown. They're not going to fire Daniel Bryan. They have him under contract for another year, and he can't, and he's not going to wrestle. No, no, his contract is up early in 2018, not no, a it's year. In September. It's September. Like, Daniel Bryan's been, been vocal about that. It's September yeah, of Yeah, it is, it is September. Bryan okay. has said this numerous interviews. Yeah. Okay. So they but have even him through still, there. They're not going to take be- him off TV. 
this could be a super long-term build to to him eventually getting fired and going elsewhere, but I don't think that. I think this is a build to him actually They're not going to fire him. He said so many ridiculous things that they didn't fire him for already. Oh, by the way, did anybody else see he put a, a Twitter post of him wearing a Young Bucks jacket? No, I didn't. Zero. Was that recent? Like, this guy has negative fucks to give about WWE. <laughs> He's he's mentioned TNA on Talking Smack. Yep. He's he's he said SmackDown loves fisting yes, on he Talking did. Smack. <laughs> when they had the logo. <laughs> he 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 was he was talking about James Ellsworth's big hog. Big hog. <laughs> oh, yeah. James Hogsworth, yeah. who by the way is my is my pick to win the Women's Royal Rumble. You fucking oh, stole God. that from me. You stole that from me. I, I, I was saying he's going to win the Royal Rumble, and then Monday on Raw, they're going to have another Women's Royal Rumble. <laughs> and they're going to not learn from their money in the yep, mistake. That's, that's what I was going to say. No, realistically, oh, I think, I think he's gonna, if he's going to appear in either Rumble, he's going to appear in the Women's one. He's going to get in the ring. All the women are going to turn on him, kick him out, and then everybody's going to cheer. <laughs> He's going to get the Santino effect of being in there for a split second. Honestly, Honestly if we're going to talk about the Women's Royal Rumble right now, I'm going to say this right now. Ronda Rousey. Boom. Done. She's not winning it, but she'll be, She's in, gonna it. Appear. She'll be yeah. in it. She'll make her debut there. Yeah. God, I, mean, I can't the wait. Big, there, there was the big discussion earlier uh, that the... That, because uh, they were going to do the four horsewomen of MMA versus the four <laughs> horsewomen of, of WWE at WrestleMania, and that was the thing that they've been planning, but I guess two of the women, like, backed out of the horse women of MMA side, so now they're going to do something different. That's okay. I only want Ronda Rousey. That's the, it. The one, is, the one is officially wrestling in NXT right now. She's not on TV, but she is wrestling with NXT. Yeah, Blazer. Um, and um, the other one, I believe, is training um, also with... Um, the other two that were with the four just did, just said that they weren't training, training anymore, with? like, today. Yeah, she was training with one of, uh, God, who was it? Uh, a big name. But, yeah, and we know Ronda Rousey's going to show up, even if it's just for a, a couple shots and make some money, I mean. Right. Well, she, she, she's, she's super passionate about WWE and about wrestling in general that I think that there's nowhere else she could well, go. I mean, she, she brought up the four horsewomen. That, that was her thing. You know, long before there was ever talks about her wrestling, she's always been into it. She's um, she's Rowdy Ronda Rousey that she took from Roddy Piper. I mean, she's been a, a wrestling fan since she was a kid. It's yeah, she's with that from Roddy Piper, and I don't think she'll be bad at it in it by any means. I don't no, think no, so. she'll be. She'll be I, I mean, I, they should never be built in uh, in like the yeah, I, like if she appears and she stays around. I hope she doesn't. She isn't built as the undefeated fucking nobody can touch her thing. But I hope that she you know builds some character and has a nice time because I think that's what she want. Yeah, the she thing should. is, Ronda Rousey loses one match, stops, thinks about it, goes to WWE. CM Punk goes to UFC, loses one match, <laughs> and stops. Right. <laughs> he's, he's not. He's not trying to stop. He was signed for another match, but then, um, then they don't want uh, him. Dana White, Dana White was like, "I don't see money match. in a second match." Yeah, they don't want him at all. Oh. <laughs> and who can blame oh. him? He's an amazing wrestler. Pro wrestling. He's awesome. Awesome at pro wrestling. But man, he is not an MMA guy. I mean, I can't. I can't fault the guy though. Like he, he, he tried. Wanted to do it. He tried. He went out and did it. Did something he wanted to do. He didn't right. get instant knocked out by one punch. He got submitted, which uh, I can't uh, fault him for. And you know what? To be fair, he got too much mm. too soon. Yeah, he should no, never it's, have it's been so put in that spot. 
He should never have been put in that spot against that guy, ever. But um, we're getting sidetracked, and we got plenty of time to, to gabble and garble about everything else. <laughs> uh, we have the main event, WWE Championship match. AJ Styles defeated and retained his title against Jinder Mahal by submission via Cash Crusher with 23 minutes and 04 seconds on the clock. Um, there were multiple people I was watching with that actually took their bathroom break at this match. Um, I, I stopped saying the tag team match. So I, I watched this pretty close. Um, this was by far Jinder's best match. Yes, AJ, I agree. I mean, AJ, AJ knows how to put on great matches with literally anyone, but Jinder <laughs> looked like he was learning. He was getting better. He was establishing himself as a as a character and as a as a wrestler. But he, you know, it's too late. I've, I've was, seen a few. I've seen a few people touch on this already. If they would have given him, given Jinder a little bit of time to build him, make him get used to being where he was versus just throwing a title on him, he could have been something that people didn't hate and laugh at and make fun of and and go to piss breaks during his matches. But they threw him into the title scene and they said, "Just run with it because you've never experienced this shit before. You've never held the title before, besides uh, what OVW or CW wherever he was." And he yeah. was the he was the top guy in NXT when that was still a game show, I think. But uh, he he was thrown into a top two shot. He wasn't ready. Hey, for that, it. that NXT said, is now on the WWE Network, guys. Just saying, the old game show one. Oh yeah, the old school stuff. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah, they that. Just put that on there. I'm not. Even the, the Sam part. Roberts was talking about it. The how it's you know top horrible wrestling is a great thing to watch. That's what Sam Roberts' gimmick was on that. No, like the like the first NXT title match, was, like to decide who was going to be the first one was Seth Rollins versus Jinder Mahal. So like, it's not like he was bad by any means. He just was riddled with shit gimmick after shit gimmick, and then let go, and then he got really fat, and then he came back, and then he was not ripped, and they went away for two more months, and then he became back super ripped, he juiced up, <laughs> and then they yeah, were he like, "There's no title." Uh, I mean, we all saw the pictures after the pay per view. Dude's oh, got Not only that, but his back knee is all over his chest. Not only that, his veins are popping out of his fucking arms. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying he's doing illegal steroids. I'm saying there's a lot of steroids that, that they don't test for that are on the market. Right. <laughs> yeah. A lot. Some um, experimental. I think, was, I think it was by far his best match, his best work, and he's finally actually getting to a point where he can wrestle decently, and it's too late, though. Yeah, they, they I, put him in there too early. I agree. It's 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 his best match so far. That being said, this as a match, like, still would only be a, a mid card match to me. Like, it wasn't a great match. It was his best match for AJ Styles. It was not a great match. You've seen so many. I liked matches. the I liked the false endings. Of, I liked the end of it. I liked that he kicked out of the Colossus the first time on TV. That was because uh, Triple H did it at the house show. Yep, Triple H did a house show. <laughs> yeah, I liked that they did that. They made AJ seem above it, which was cool and good. They didn't end it with like this. They didn't end it how I was assuming that the that the that the Singh brothers were actually going to turn on Gender, and then that's the reason why he was going to lose. I thought that was the way this was going to end. Yeah, but that's not how they did it. And to be fair, the Singh brothers really didn't interfere. At one point, they tried to pull Gender out of the ring. So that AJ, AJ couldn't him, just destroyed them, and they had a they had a tug, uh, like a tug of war, but they never actually touched AJ or interfered in the actual match, other than pulling Jinder. Yeah, AJ out. touched them. Yeah, so I mean, 
you got to give Ginger credit. He took the loss, but the 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 Mahal, the, he the did it on his own. Yeah. yeah, didn't yeah, interfere. I, I give him credit for that. Oh. Also, I want to say that the MVPs of the entire Jinder Mahal run Singh Brothers. Oh, yeah, easily. They 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 took so many ridiculous bumps and did so much oh, ridiculous, yeah. ridiculous just, crap. If, and they if nothing else, died. just for all the time they tried to kill while fucking Jinder was stuck on the fucking, um, the, the, the fucking indie Punjabi prison fucking thing and waiting for Kali to walk down. Those two guys bumped and did goofy shit and did stuff for like 15 minutes <laughs> waiting for these guys to figure right. out what the fuck they were doing. <laughs> and they damn near died against Randy Orton that first time that he, they, Randy chucked one of them and he landed right on his head on the announce table. Right, and, and you can see Orton go, oh shit, he makes a facial expression because he knew, he knew one he thing I gotta say about that. If, if if somebody would have done that to Orton, they would have been fired because Orton has that kind of, Orton, oh, like, Orton is super, super shit. stingy about fucking injuries and throwing him possibly in the wrong direction. But he chucked a fucking same brother and he's like, whoops. <laughs> yeah, that was, um, that was fucking hilarious. But you are right. He just, uh, he whines about fucking everything that'll happen to well, him. Well, he, he just released that he won't be wrestling much in the next year. And folks, now for my favorite part of B-Sticks Podcast, when somebody starts a washing machine halfway through the fucking show, and you guys have to listen to it. I barely noticed it. To be fair, I can't hear it personally, but thank you for pointing Good. it out. <laughs> now I'm, I'm pointing it out. That's over it. I have to feel it. It shakes the entire room. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Isn't that a, uh, is, is that an ad read? <laughs> And I'm going to go out here, and, and since we got a little bit, we're a little bit ahead of schedule, just a little bit, just a I got some time. You know, stories in WWE right now might be kind of crappy, but thankfully, we all have WWE 2K18, and I want to catch you guys up to date a little bit on my career. So, I was entered in the Money in the Bank match, I was told to lose, I still want it, Go on to fight Kevin Owens for United States Championship. Just before the match, he said, if I lose it, he gets my money in the bank briefcase. I still beat his ass, got the United States Championship, have the briefcase, went to try to cash it in. Didn't They wouldn't let me cash it in. Fought AJ Styles in a non-title match. Triple H came down, cashed in my briefcase, gave AJ Styles the pin. Then I was trying to redeem myself, winning the Royal Rumble, threw 30 guys out because it's so fucking easy. You put them on the top turnbuckle, you run, kick them, they're out of the ring. I, it was literally one guy after the other. <laughs> there was never more than two people in the ring. It was beautiful. And then at the very end, The Rock comes out in a video cut scene, throws me out of the ring. The Rock said he had no idea he was in this gimmick and he was just told seconds before to get out there and win it. So now, I beat AJ Styles for the World Championship, and I'm going to go on to fight The Rock at WrestleMania. How much better is that than anything we've all been watching? Way better. Way, way better. <laughs> it's beautiful. I, I don't know. I, I bought the game. I really liked the game. I stopped playing the game, went back to ARK. But now that game pulls me in more than ARK does. It's, it's a lot of fun. That's and the good. stories are good. It's 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 wonderful. <laughs> you got any like the uh, DLC stuff recently that came out? No, I don't have the season pass yet. Uh, I'm kind of waiting for them to release it all. 
WWE and 2K needs to be dropping us some money for all this promotion we're giving them. <laughs> I, I got the game the day it came out, and I was really impressed with it. And I played it for, I think, 12 hours within, like, two days. And then I've never opened it again because I've just had other commitments. Right. Oh, go back. By all means, go back. Because the career is wonderful. I haven't played anything else but the career. I've done some of the online oh, yeah, stuff. I've, I've, played, I've actually I've won two matches online, and I had Woo! the most celebratory screams I've ever had in my <laughs> right. life when I won those matches. <laughs> it's hard to win matches online, because people are fucking cheap. So you got to learn the psychology of human beings as opposed to the psychology of, of AI. And, yeah, no, it's great. It's great stuff. Apparently the, the new moves pack that just came out like a week ago is probably the best thing you could buy for that game. From what I've been hearing. <laughs> like I said, I, I intend on getting the season pass, but I want to wait until everything's out. Because when I first had the opportunity to get it, all there was was the character boost pack, which lets you cheat your way through the career mode, and and some other thing where you unlock everything. I want to play the game. Yeah, the career mode. And now they have like part. Elias and Lars Sullivan and stuff like that too. Yeah, yeah. They put Lars in the game. Everybody's scrambling to get Lars fucking Sullivan. (laughs) Apparently, he's really, really strong in the game. I don't like him. They can keep pushing him off. Oh, I I actually, I'm actually a big fan. Are you really? Yeah, I'm I'm digging him. I'm I'm digging him, and also like he, uh, like as a person, when he comes out into like actual like personable interviews, it he just seems like somebody who's really really into it he's been in the he's been in a developmental he was there when uh braun was just time. brought in yeah but he just wasn't given any like tv time until recently right when they started trusting him more but i mean like there, there's a lot of characters that like people constantly talk about how nxt the nxt characters are really big in a small setting and then they go nowhere on the big setting there's some that can go backwards. Look at Elias, for example. Elias was fucking nothing in NXT. They gave, yeah. they gave him the drifter thing, and he just came in, did a song, he'd get squashed, they'd kick him out. Right. He's so loved by the main roster and so loved by people like Stone Cold and people you know, online that do... Elias they, is just like Baron Corbin in my eyes. He is, he's something special in the making. He's the... His his walking with Elias T-shirt is going to be the first WWE T-shirt I've bought in my adult life. He's definitely oh, winning yeah, I've me over. I've bought too many. He's definitely winning me over. I enjoy Elias. I think it, I think he's doing better than Baron, and I think this loss that Baron just had proves it. Um, if they can I avoid, also, I loved I loved the slow build to Elias even saying who he was. Right, he, he was, was just, just a dude around. that walked through the background. Yep, he'd just walk around. Yep. That was it. Yeah. Hey, I like you. I'm going to put you in a match tonight. That's how he first came to the ring. That was great. Yeah, he he was like doing a song, and then Dean Ambrose walked by, and he's just like, "Hey, you know any of this?" And he's eating a donut. He just needs to. <laughs> he needs to avoid getting in, uh, getting stuck in feuds with um, fake general managers' sons who throw vegetables at him because that's not going to help him. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's helping him by the pure fact of that people dislike Jason Jordan they enough. They hate Jason Jordan as a character. As a character, people love Jason Jordan as a wrestler. He's so ridiculously talented, but people hate his character and the story that he's telling. But people just like put him in a match; he'll put on a great show. But then the second he's like, "I'm the boss's again," then they hate him again. Yeah, yeah. Like that that match that he had with Roman was was real good. 
That was awesome. Yeah. And like I said, I don't think I don't think Jason Jordan should be calling Kurt Angle dad on TV. He should be calling him Sir or Kurt, even though it is a storyline. <laughs> Yeah. Well, but again, where's the storyline going? That's to be point. fair, Shane where McMahon even calls Vince McMahon dad, and so does Stephanie. So, well, nobody calls Vince Vince anymore, though. He's just Mister McMahon or Dad or Dad. Yeah. Oh, Jason Jordan, man. I, I I hope I hope you get past this. I really hope you get past this. Because I, 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 I I'm it. really happy that. I'm really happy that Chad Gable's flourishing, though, in, in, in losing Jason Jordan. He's doing better. The whole, the whole reason why Jason Jordan came to the main roster in the first place is because American Alpha got over because of Chad Gable. Oh, yeah. He's got the personality of the group. Yeah. He's ready, willing, and Gable to fucking go as far as you'll let him. Ready, willing, and gay. Bull. <laughs> and, 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 and people didn't know he had that much personality when he came to the main roster until, until they were like looking for Sami Zayn that one time backstage and he's like oh yeah you mean Sami yeah yeah Sami wow wow I'll, I'll look for him and everybody's like what the fuck is that who are you where'd that personality come from and in the fucking <laughs> tag team match I, I didn't mention and I have to point it out he did a fucking rolling chaos theory to Big E and that's fucking impressive that's an impressive move for anybody but to do it to somebody as big as that fucking beast yeah, I just love yeah, Chad Gable's. The only reason that Chad Gable's not a title holder is because he's short. Right, yeah. he's gonna be the next Rob Van Dam. Though, I swear to God, that's who Gable is going to be in the end. Is Rob Van Dam? Let's hope not. Van yeah, Dam didn't do shit in WWE. He got to smoke a lot of pot. He, he got he got titles that he would lose he got, because he, he got smoked arrest, a lot of pot. Or he got fired for smoking pot with Sabu <laughs> when he oh, was champion of, or when he was. Money in the bank holder, wasn't it? No, champion. When he was champion. No, yeah, no. He he was dual champion ECW and WWE, and he got caught with the the pills or whatever in the in, the, in Sabu's Sabu car. Sabu got caught with pills and pot. They were and it would have been just pot. Uh, He'd have just been fine. He'd have paid that thousand yeah. dollar fine. And yeah, they don't do shit about pot anymore. Except for if you're going to Japan, then don't, right. don't do that. Well, Roman Reigns has had a couple of wellness violations due to the good old Mary Jane. Right. Matt, Matt Seidel, a.k.a. Evan Bourne, fucked his career up because of weed because he tried he to bring did. it into Japan. He fucking screwed his life <laughs> up. He was going to be the next top-tier dude in Japan, and he brought liquid weed. Then again, he's Not still doing good. Why don't you just buy my stuff. weed in Japan? I've never smoked Japanese weed before, uh, uh, to my knowledge. <laughs> so I'd be looking for their shit. Yeah, Matt Seidel's doing just fine though. He's he's always he's in TNA, top, but he would have been top a top tier, tier Japanese. Or, he's yeah. top tier or main eventing most places he goes, so he he doesn't have to worry about nothing. I don't think. Oh, since we mentioned height, did you know that Lars Sullivan and Miz, the Miz are the same height? Lars Sullivan does not look that short. Do you know that Nia Jax and Enzo are the so same height? <laughs> Oh, I don't right. know what they're going to do with that, but it's really making me cringe whenever I see him on TV. But I actually want to see what they do with it, though. It's all for that Facebook Live show they're going to be yeah. doing. Yeah, I, yeah, it seems they're that way. fucking mix and match shit. All right, so... Somebody said if they combined Braun and Asuka that they would just win the whole thing and nobody would watch it. <laughs> Braun doesn't need to be teaming with nobody. He's a, he's his own man. Right. Yeah, he's the elf among oh, men. So I think... You fight him handy. I, I think as much as we've been <laughs> deliberating so far, I think we're going to have so much more to talk about yet. So I'm going to get on to it. Um, 
We're on to our news, notes, and rumors. And, man, we got some big ones. I'm going to start with the biggest story, which um, I'm going to say right now, most of the websites I've been to don't even have half the story down. So if everybody's just looking at their Facebook pages and, like, the regular old fucking... uh, your, your normal dirt sheets. I've, I did some searching and found a lot more legal shit that actually explains a lot. So if, if the both of you will give me a second, it's a little lengthy. It's got a lot of um, legal shit in it. But I'll let you know when I'm done telling the story and we can talk about the story as a whole. Does that sound good? All right. All right. So, According to a recent SEC filing, SEC is Securities and Exchange Commission. According to a recent SEC filing, Vince McMahon has just sold 3.34 million shares of WWE stock, which are valued at a... That is not out the press from this afternoon news, folks. So that's valued at about 105 million currently. And allegedly using that money to fund his new Alpha Entertainment LLC company. So there are some things to note here that, like I said, I haven't seen on a lot of other uh, pages. Alpha Entertainment has filed for five trademarks to the XFL. Now that scares people and that makes people cringe, and I know that. But but just pay attention, because it's misleading. Those trademarks for the XFL were all initiated last year as protection when they had their ESPN 30 for 30 uh, special on the XFL. Which, by the way, cheap plug, that's an amazing 30 for 30. Go out there and and watch it. (laughs) Um, Yes. Alpha Entertainment, this one that that Vince McMahon is throwing $105 million into or so, is actually an already existing company that's changing its name. When you search the um, SEC file number for Alpha Entertainment on the Delaware Corporation's website, Delaware is where they're based out of, it also matches VKM Ventures. Uh, VKM, as I think most folks know, is Vincent Kennedy McMahon. That is a previously existing company that bears McMahon's initials and is represented by uh, Verdini, attorney um, of K&L Gates, that's that's what he works for. He's an attorney for K&L Gates, who has done intellectual property work for WWE in the past and represents Alpha Entertainment. So they're actually the same entity. They're just changing a name. This company's been around. He isn't starting a new company. It gets confusing because the name changed between September 14th and September 21st. It's a little vague. But also in September, a few days before Alpha's filings, VKM Ventures LLC applied for a few other trademarks. Those are For the Love of Football, UFL, and United Football League. Now, Mark Cuban has a United Football League, and if you're wondering, you know, how does that affect that, um, that league's trademarks have largely been abandoned. So they, they're up for grabs. Alpha Entertainment. You have to do that in the entertainment industry. Right. You have to wait for things to clear out and take it as soon as you can. So Alpha Entertainment LLC was incorporated in Delaware, the same state as WWE and the same state as VKM Ventures, on September 6th. The same company filed for trademarks for URL, URFL, all uppercase, and capital U, lowercase r, capital F, capital L, later that month. 
Uh, most people are thinking that would be a um, what you'd call modern text version of your football league. You know, the kids use UR for your. Um, mm. So that's kind of a whole lot. I know it's a whole lot of legal crap, and it's a lot of numbers and a lot of words and shit like that. First of all, before we get into debating, I want to give credit to David Bixenspan um, of Deadspin. A lot of this I found from him, and it's the only place I've seen a lot of this stuff, especially about VKM Ventures and everything. All right, that was a lot of talking. I'll let you two uh, throw in your opinions on what's going on here. If Vince McMahon is indeed bringing back the XFL or something similar to it, now would be the time because for the past handful of years, the NFL has been floundering and it keeps getting worse. This is the time Vince could take football and make it entertainment and actually win this battle. But what? But what? What? Is, what does that entail? What is making football entertainment? What? Do, what do they do? Well, you know, it's 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 poignant to note that when the XFL started, oh, and actually, I I don't have it written down here, but I know when I was looking up, um, I did see a thing also that XF, the actual trademark for XFL is still actually owned by WWE, and VKM Ventures would have to buy it from WWE, and apparently, it is very expensive. So that that may or may not mean anything, but just uh, just that's something to note. Um, when XFL came out, their biggest uh, selling point was they didn't have as many safeties as um, as you did in the NFL. You didn't have the fair catch. You didn't have to wait. You didn't have as many holding. You could do helmet to helmet. You could do face grabs. In this CTV culture... Isn't that why it did so poorly? That just, uh, I just don't think that flies in this culture. I think that is not a selling point. So, yeah, like you said, I, I guess what, how do you make football more entertaining than it is if, if you're not going to go that route because I don't see anybody being profitable going that route it's it, like because you stand then, proudly in the fact that it's pre predetermined unlike the NFL which is they predetermined to they just don't, we all know it we all know it yeah yeah but Vince would totally you know and, and I don't I watched XFL I enjoyed XFL more than I enjoy watching football which I hate watching. <laughs> All for the love of he hate me. <laughs> he hate me. The, the the he hate me jersey and the he hate me trading card are the only XFL things I know of that are still worth money. And he actually went on to have a pretty damn <laughs> oh, and, career. Yeah, and also the other guy who went on to win the Super Bowl. I forgot his name. Yeah, Matt uh, Matt Oxford. <laughs> And, you know, um, if anybody watches that ESPN 30 for 30 or did watch it, you'll see that actually the XFL was profitable and was bringing in great ratings. Um, it's almost a yes. thing that's similar to WCW, how when Time Warner, AOL Time Warner bought out Turner, they just pulled the plug prematurely without trying anything. XFL, they just they pulled the plug prematurely because it started out really rough. They made some bad decisions at the very beginning. But throughout that entire season, they were profitable and they had great ratings. I'm just going to throw that out there. I know I watched every game. I was, what year was XFL? 2001? Uh, it had to be later than that. It was later than that. I think it was probably 2003, 2004. 
Um, oh, first episode was 2001, and it lasted one season. Well, there you go. It was over by 2002. God, you're good at Google. We might have to bring you yeah. on the show. <laughs> I'm, I'm good at uh, multi-monitors. Um, yeah, so I was way too young to have ever watched it, because I think I was like 10 years old. Uh, but I heard a lot about it, and I saw. I think I'm, I'm sure I wa- probably watched a game of it. I just have no recollection of being ten years old. Right. <laughs> yeah, as none of us do. <laughs> so, but but I've went back and watched it on YouTube, and uh, since the whole discussion of it, the, like since the Thirty for Thirty came out, I went back and watched a bit of it, and it just seems like just constant, like what the fuckery was happening. Like, okay, so this, we're going to throw the, we're going to throw the coin and somebody has to get it or we're gonna throw the ball and somebody has to do thing. And we're going to hit that guy with that thing and he's going to get injured. So, um, and then, oh, and then at the commercial break, we're going to bring you into the woman's locker room. Right. Yeah. Because, that was just ridiculous. And then, and then, and then it turns out they never did. They would knock out a, uh, knock out a ref and then say that was his dream. Like no. there's a lot of shit. To point out, too, there's a lot of shit that the XFL created that the NFL, NFL stole adopted. Borrowed, a lot of their camera work. And they're doing it. Yeah, the camera work, for sure. There was never a sky cam. Um, the locker room um, interviews were not done. They didn't They didn't do sideline and locker room interviews before then. They waited till everything was done, and they'd, they'd come out like they do on the press conferences and shit like that. There was a lot of stuff that XFL actually pioneered. Um, but yeah, the the jump ball at the beginning of the game isn't. I don't think the greatest way to start. <laughs> from from what I was reading, I I didn't. I don't think I caught all of the thirty for thirty because I think I was watching it on something that just I missed part of. Right. But there's a lot of things that they, that they they. I don't know if they touched on on that, but I've lo- read a ton of articles about it. That Vince wanted to do football and wanted to wait like two, three years to get into it and plan some stuff out, but NBC was basically like, you go big yeah. and you go home now. Yeah. NBC didn't want to pay for the NFL that's, anymore. Well, yeah, yeah that's that was what happened. They rushed the shit out of everything, and they made it a clusterfuck when Vince wanted to wait about three years to get into it. Yep. And now with Disney buying Fox, it's Vince's perfect time to take football. Every, everything is together with, with that right now. And also, yeah, but, he, can, uh, yeah, he can get those angry, stupid fucking trumpet cucks that are that are after, like, that are, like, still yelling about the NFL to still now when even that's, like, totally not a thing that people are arguing about anymore. But there's still oh, my God. Like, XFL should just make it so you kneel when the, when the national... When, when the national anthem is played, that's the oh, thing my, you my do. Standard. <laughs> it's <so standard>. yeah. <laughs> you know, so I nobody's angry. I didn't really think about it till you just mentioned that whole thing. Now, there's been plenty of rumors about uh, Vince being interested in selling WWE to Disney so he could retire. Disney could own both the NFL and whatever fucking football company Vince wanted to start. <laughs> or Vince could go out on Are his we own. Mickey Mouse interfere into the into the Royal Rumble. Or Vince could be doing his own Alpha Entertainment fucking football league to compete with Disney's fucking NFL. I don't know. The thing is, is we can't we can't even look at Disney the way we used to anymore because they are you know so much more than your typical Disney princesses bullshit. They're a fucking monster it's now. They own They're a black everything. hole that sucks everything up. <laughs> I, I I believe I believe it was confirmed that as of now because of how much they own, you're expected to see a Disney affiliated film to come out in theaters every three weeks. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. Sounds about right. And you know what? And all the, and all they have to buy out is 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 what Paramount and 
and they're never going to get Warner Bros. They're not going to get that. No, they're not no, purchasing they that. They, but they, but they, they could go for Paramount. And then they couldn't exist anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it, it worries me because they've done good with the Marvel movies for the most part. The ones that they, they own. wanted X Men. That's all they wanted. That's but all they purchased for. They've done kind of. They've done kind of shitty on the Star Wars end. So I'm split. I'm like, okay, they can do good I stuff, but they can also ruin yes. stuff. It's like, uh... I mean, the directing directors are always just going to be a big deal too. Whoever yeah. they want. Yeah, it's just. It'll be interesting to see how the world shapes in the next twenty years with Disney. It'll be very interesting. Very interesting. Uh, someone said that 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 we might get like a like a like a you know like a Death Star, but it's gonna be a big Mickey Mouse. Right baby. with the two, yeah, the, like the three Death with Stars the together in a, in a Mickey Mouse shape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then all across the country will be a bunch of Mickey Mouses with their arms up and in, in in salutes like the Hitler regime and. Yeah, is, this the second coming, is this the second coming of the Nazis then? Because we all know that Walt Disney was hugely anti-Semitic. Yes, he yeah. was. And now he's frozen somewhere until and now he's gone. He owns, he owns almost every Jew now, right? Because he owns almost all of Hollywood, and Hollywood's just run by Jews. Right. So fuck, he owns. That's what he's going to come back. That's what he's going to come back. I swear <laughs> to God, on prison. <laughs> Oh, do we got any more to talk about uh, uh, all of this uh, this new enterprise he's starting? And 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 I, I, I don't. Do we want to talk about? Yes. Do we want to talk about how misleading most of the headlines have been about him, like creating this new company and and starting, you know, trying to get into football and well, stuff? Well, generally, or, you have to look at wrestling news. How many of these people are legitimately writers, and how many of them are dudes in their basements that are basically like, "Oh, the next headline came out. Let's yeah, look at us. a picture to it. <laughs> look at us, right?" <laughs> I'm not a dude in a basement, though. I'm a dude in my well, bedroom. Well, well, we're trying to represent <laughs> top-tier news article, like news outlets with these big websites that are covered in ad revenue and making yeah. tons of money off of bullshit titles. We're just, Maybe we should uh, try that. And to not, be fair, I really wanted to do a lot of research into this before we talked much about it because it is such a legal thing that I, I literally spent hours fucking researching this, this story alone just so that we could get some decent, you know, some... Try to try to weed out all sift through I think all the, the BS. The whole thing is going to be an interesting an interesting mess. And it could all I'm just be a it. fucking tax evasion for him. It could just be a fucking dummy company so that he can fucking move money around. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else? I don't know. I hope XFL comes back. I'll watch football again. Then I'm going to deal with bullshit Vikings versus Packers drama. I think that I want I want I, whatever he brings back. I want them to have the ability to change the names on the back of the jerseys, like he ate me and whatnot. Right? Yes, <laughs> yes. That's I'd where like the, the personality. To, you build the. I mean, it's they have their twin name. Their twin names will be on their jerseys. <laughs> he ate me. Yeah, it probably will. They'll have their social media account on their fucking jersey. It's as bad as I all the hashtags ass. they throw around. Anyways, they'll have hashtags painted in the field and shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're at the hashtag 30-yard line. Yep. <laughs> you can hit up us on Twitter, hashtag field goal with that hashtag. If you want to talk about this, put in hashtag two-minute warning. We got two minutes left of the first half. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Well, let's move on to some other polarizing news. Pro all Wrestling right. Sheet. We, we, well, we all talked about how the, there is going to be a women's Royal Rumble. 
Um, yes. From what I've heard, it, I, I think it's going to be a 30-woman Royal Rumble, which surprised me. I thought 15 yeah, to 20. Man's going to win it. But um, Pro Wrestling Sheet is reporting that uh, Monday, when Steph came out to the ring, the women in the ring at the conclusion of last week's Raw had no idea that Stephanie McMahon was about to announce the first ever Royal Rumble, the Women's Royal Rumble match. And according to How multiple, was that the case? We've known about it for weeks. According to multiple sources speaking with PW Sheet, the news was kept so secret that no one gave anyone in the ring a heads up that Stephanie McMahon was coming out to the ring, and the news was only known by a handful of people. Um, I agree with you right there, Pasty. If they weren't told about it, they knew. Get out of the limo earlier in the night too. So nobody knew except for everybody who was watching the show. And the whole thing was cringy and shit. Oh, it was awful. It's awful. it's it's gonna be like the whole the whole thing, like in itself, the whole Royal Rumble idea, like for them, is great. I've been waiting yeah. so many years for a Women's World Rumble. I think it's going to be great. How they announced it was one of the worst announcements they've yeah, ever they, done. They took away all the all the spotlight of it being the Women's Royal Rumble and all the women in the ring, and they made it all about Stephanie McMahon again. It's like, oh my God, this well, that's glorious, what she does. That's what wonderful Raleigh. Stephanie McMahon is enabling you and allowing you to well, have this first Women's, ever women's Revolution. Let's hold hands for a career. Let's hold hands together and raise our hands. Let's give us a yes chant, because that's basically what I can say now. Alexa, right. you're so happy, though you're not going to be in it, because you are the champion, so why are you so happy? Yeah. You all Hugging were brawling two people. minutes ago, now we're all happy. And also, I'm about to make everybody throw up by saying we're making her story, and then everybody vomits in their mouth. Yeah. And then you incite a yes chant, which is the equivalent of Vince McMahon saying, give me a hell yeah. It was, it was just awful. It was cringy to watch. It was horrible. It killed all of the women's gimmick. I mean, all all of them, especially the heels, but even the faces. I think. I mean, be, I mean, it's 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 supposed to be like a, we're fighting amongst each other till we're all going together for a common cause kind of thing, which I can understand. But they did uh, for a common cause in which they're all going to be fighting each other. Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, they're like <laughs> we're making history. We're going to be fighting each other. Nah. And that history. Was, and Stephanie continues her her odd choices for for what is um, appropriate attire on television with a dominatrix fucking dress. That was kind of odd. Also, always... she really um, seems to be into like S and M and shit like that. Because her in Triple H, man, he dresses her up funky sometimes. Right. <laughs> from what I know, though, from what I've been reading, um, according to. People who just kind of like looked into it. There's twenty. There there will be twenty two main roster females in it because that's how many. Uh, excluding the two champions, there'll be twenty two um, females in it. Plus probably three returns, like one offs, and then NXT call ups and, and NXT either call ups or one offs, which will probably be like not the NXT, but the returns will probably be like Trish will come back for a one off. They'll have Ronda do her her do her. I don't- I think it'll be Lita. I think well, Trish and Lita will both be well, in there. Trish is sure. already Trish is already teasing it. You know, um, I I wouldn't be surprised if um, if Lita and Trish have a face off in the middle of the ring and then they get tossed about about some heels for some fucking heat. I wouldn't be surprised if Rena made an appearance. She could just go in there and get tossed out. But you know, just fucking fly in with Brock. Everybody will. The pop corpses of the fabulous Mulan, May Young. <laughs> <laughs> 
They just get dropped like blue blazer. <laughs> they get lowered down in shark cages. <laughs> Ew. That sounds disgusting. Yeah, they're gonna really have to pad it with NXT women and with uh and with surprise like like returns or whatever. They're gonna really have to pad it because when I when we were talking about this a couple weeks ago, I was trying to see if I had it anywhere. I can't find it, but um I had I had went down the rosters of everybody and with without the champions, I think there was nineteen women, if you didn't include the two champions that are actually on the main roster. And that was after the debuts of Absolution and Riot Squad. So that gives you another 10, at least, spots to fill. And I've seen people online bitching and complaining about that because they're like, oh, yeah, then you're going to know half of them aren't going to win it anyways. And it's like, motherfucker, the the men's Royal Rumble, only 10% of the people are ever going to win it. I mean, Has anybody ever seen the 1996 Royal Rumble, which, in fact, had 22 jobbers in it? Yeah, I mean, there's... You, there's always at most. Did anybody ever see a people. World War Three WCW match? In the fact that you never heard of sixty of those people. Hey man, wasn't that an amazing match? <laughs> oh, I loved them. You just never heard of anybody in it. I I am not a a big fan of um the the Battle Bowl and the World War Three and the oh man that shit got convoluted as hell. But I mean even it even the. Fun. The main roster, the main roster Royal Rumble. There's at most three people you, that you that you know could actually win it. So out of thirty, that's already ninety percent of the roster of the people few, that you know aren't going to win it. There's been a few Royal Rumbles where you see like that final six, and you're actually shocked that the final six are the only six you would have ever thought you could, that could win it, and it's actually <laughs> exciting for a minute. But then sometimes you see dudes like Billy Gunn in the final four, and you're like, why are you still here? Right. Yeah. Well, it was last year's Royal Rumble that was just, it was a huge letdown. Well, it was mostly... Like, the whole time we're waiting for a big surprise entrant, and there never was one. Yeah, they, well, it's because yeah, they, apparently, from what I read, last year. from what I read, the number 30 spot was supposed to be Finn, but Finn wasn't cleared yet, so they threw Roman in at the at, at a last minute. But still, notice. even Finn is, is still a main roster guy. Like, they would have had, they, they had no, like, surprise entrance for anybody. They didn't have a, yeah, they a had, Diesel they had no, they had or, a, or a fucking, or a fucking Walker. And the funniest one of the or... night was Enzo running at Brock and getting destroyed. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was pretty, oh, now I can hear that washer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I hear it yeah, now. That was, that was yeah, it is pretty loud, isn't no, it? I've, I've went back and watched every Rumble because Rumble, the Rumble was the thing as a kid that were basically my parents weren't too well off, but they would say you get one pay per view a year to watch, and I picked Why didn't you Rumble pick Mania? Because I was I wasn't into Mania at the, when I was a kid. I loved Rumbles. I watched every Rumble. I would go out and go to the Hollywood Video and rent the Rumbles, and I, I would rent all the old ones and get to love the the ones from when I was before I was born and on to one that oh, I didn't yeah. watch wrestling. 92 and, Royal you know, Rumble, watched, man. Fuck, I love the 92. Oh, I can watch that over and over and over again. Um, I, I liked, like, what was that? Like, the one that, uh, what, like, I think 97 was good. Uh, that was enjoyable to watch. Um, the one where Steve, where Austin and Bret Hart were, like, the only two throughout the whole damn thing and a bunch of other people, right. like, Chains and other jobbers nobody ever heard of. Chains, Disciple oh, of that, Apocalypse. Way to throw out a fucking... What was way to pull out one what of was them. was that, 2001 when they had the Hardcore Rumble? When it started with, like, Raven and Saturn, and then Kane came in and it destroyed people, and Al Snow, like, brought in the 
brought there was like a bowling ball and a shopping cart. My question is this year's Royal Rumble only gonna consist of two Royal Rumble matches and nothing else? I hope not. No. I think it'll be I think the I think they might shorten the women's one a tad. It'll probably be championship matches and rumbles and that's it. But that's okay. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I like how many old how many of the old Royal Rumbles have I skipped the matches and went straight to the rumble? Because yeah. um, some of them are just meh. So what's our what's our feelings on this women getting their own Royal Rumble? Yay or nay? I think yay. yay. I think it's I agree. Great. Thumbs up. Good I for them. I think the announcement was fucking awful. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they finally have enough women to do it. But I think this is a proper time to do it. Cause they have enough women to do it. They do. They do. And they can always bring in people that I mean, they had to make attracted to them. Two stables of women that are exact carbon copies of each other to make this happen. Right. <laughs> they rushed them up. <laughs> oh. Well, some of these people have been wrestling for so many fucking years, and then they get to the main roster, and then they're given a fucking... Okay, talk with the most incoherent southern accent you've ever heard, and make it so you can't showcase your personality that got you big. I'm talking about Sarah Logan, who who was Crazy Mary Dobson on the on the Indies and was great, and now they can't awesome. let her. Now she's she speaks like a nobody can hear what the hell she's saying because she's given such a fake accent that she isn't natural to. Yeah. That in probably two months or three months she's gonna lose, just Hopefully, like whatever I, happened to Kofi talking about like a like a Jamaican. Yeah, I don't have any faith in her. Although Lana stuck around and she's still using her fake ass accent, I don't know why or how. Even though she's on uh, total Davis and talking normal. Right, ridiculous. right, and ride along with Rusev. Did you guys catch that one? The newest ride along? No, I haven't. I don't know. Oh my god! Yeah, she's totally in her white girl voice on ride along. She goes to the Lana voice a couple of times, but clearly like states that it's just her voice or whatever. Right, and and. Like, they're playing How Well Do You Know Me, or whatever. And she's like, what's the naughtiest place we've ever done it? And he's like, in the backseat of a car. And she's like, I don't remember that. <laughs> Good job, Rusev. Right? Way to sell yourself out there, buddy. <laughs> I think, uh, just to bring it, just to touch on the, adult, the women's subject, I think Total Divas has hurt this company and hurt the like the women in it so much more than it's helped. Yeah. I don't like Total Divas, but I like Total Bellas just for seeing John Cena in real life. Real oh, life. Is John it... seems like a really hilarious dude to be around. We, uh, oh my god. We, were, we, we had the misfortune of having a long car ride today in the middle of a whiteout fucking storm. And uh, so my son's mother and I had a long conversation about Total Divas and how it's... Yeah, how it, it, it really... It screws everything up. It really... You got Alexa Bliss, who's this loving sweetheart person who's adopting blind pigs, and then you have her on TV being this this evil bitchy person. I don't want to see a nice Alexa Bliss until she turns face. Yeah, from 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 what from what I had heard from prior to her even being on it, that she is the polar opposite of everything that she is on TV, and she's the nicest, sweetest, well, yeah, just is, most I... most introverted, non going out to party, not going out to clubs. Yeah, she just likes to hang out at home. She's obviously, haven't seen the video of her twerking. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, the well, she was one? actually she grew up being a female bodybuilder, like from the age of thirteen. So she's been structured in just doing just doing this. So and then they, and then they also that's how they murdered Paige's characters because they were like you're not the anti diva you're the most prissy bitch in the world due to this fucking show. Let's be it honest, Paige, Paige helped murder her Rico. own career. 
Page well, no, I'm saying, I'm saying way her. before. Which, by the way, I'm has anybody right seen the, new, uh, was, yeah. the newest leak with her doing a deep throat while on the phone? Check it no, out. I, 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 don't, I, don't remember, I, don't, I don't remember the phone part of it. It's out, it's out there. It, it leaked, I think, yesterday or the day before, maybe. She just keeps... It's all because she, it's all because she said... When all that was happening, she wanted to kill herself. And everybody's like, oh, wait, I forgot about this video. Right. Here's this. <laughs> kill yourself. There's, there's this big conspiracy theory online saying that it's all all being leaked by Brad Maddox that's gone fucking apeshit oh, yeah. crazy and making weird... I can videos. see that. I we can see that 100%. We talked about that on, like, one of our first few episodes about how Brad Maddox... But he doesn't... A lot of these are from various people. Like, how many people does he have sending him videos of her? You know what I mean? I don't... All these, all these, all these videos are with him. Oh, yeah, no, no. All, all of them are him. There's a whole or him on the camera, or him on the him on the camera. They're not all him. A good decent amount of them. Whenever you see the dude's face, they're him. And but they're always being filmed from a different camera. It's the, it's a phone being laid down and somebody taking a camera and filming that phone. Brad Maddox knew he was didn't have long for WWE, and so he figured he'd blackmail them to the highest extent. It didn't quite work out, but we sure get a lot of entertainment out well, of it. There, you got there, Xavier uh, Woods on this, in on it. This whole, <laughs> on this whole conspiracy thing that I saw, there was an old YouTube that's been shut down by YouTube years ago. They're saying it's because WWE filed like like filed to have it removed. Uh, but because it's like, if you go there, it's like this channel has been deleted by the terms of service of YouTube. And it was called WWE Anonymous Cam. And it was videos of like, of, of backstage stuff that was being filmed like by secret or behind a wall. It was like, yes, (laughs) you know, it was, uh, there was numerous There was numerous cases of like of like some of like the chicks like and their boyfriends like having sex, but somebody setting a camera outside their door so you could hear it all, or you could see like part of it through a door crack or something. And it was called anonymous cam, and it was a huge deal in 2011. And then after like three months or four months of it existing, like uploading weekly videos of of not fake stuff, it got removed from YouTube and never brought up again. Yeah. There's... So they and they and they all and they all thought that it was. That it was Brad Maddox recording that, and that's why he got let go. Well, it's because he people, got found out. What do people think they do? They're stuck on the road for fucking almost a year at a time. They're gonna fuck. They can't do drugs anymore. Well, we went on this tirade, Pasty and I did. They can't right. do drugs anymore. So what else are they gonna do? I mean, look do? who happened to Bray. Yeah, they play video games and they fuck. Exactly. That's what they do. That's, that's all they do nowadays, and it's killing the product. I want my fucking coked up fucking promos, baby. I want Macho Man promos where he just goes, Did you see it? No, you shared it. You shared it earlier today. Fucking Randy Savage singing Jingle, Jingle Bells. Bells? That was the oh, best. yeah. That is, that is the best thing. face that he's gone. That is my favorite thing now is Macho Man Jingle Bells. That's my holiday fucking pleasure. All right. We're, we're going to move on now. Um, in a weird, um, bizarre twist, um, almost, almost as bizarre as Bray Wyatt and Woken Matt themselves, WWE announced this week that Woken Matt Hardy versus Bray Wyatt will be taking place on multiple 205 live house shows. Tickets aren't selling. <laughs> I mean, they need to get people in the door somehow, but come on. You can't find fucking talented people that are... I mean, put Finn Balor in there, you sons of bitches. Right. Had, Why the fuck did you put Hideo Itami on Raw? <laughs> to, bring Finn, to bring Finn Balor to 205 Live. 
That's sad. <laughs> Probably. And then, and then they're having Rockstar Spud debut next week. I know he's debuting soon. I didn't see that. It's is they announced he next was, week. It is. He he, did, he he's not he's not announced. He was at the he was at people he was at Raw. Of him backstage this week. Yeah, he was at Raw this week, but he didn't debut this week. I know. Yeah, they they think that it's because of because of Hideo Tommy debuting this week. They want to have two. I just it doesn't so seem like Rockstar Spud's gonna have a wrestling he's role. He's gonna get injured and he's gonna be gone and nobody's gonna care like it has been for the last three years. Yeah. Hideo Tommy is one of those sad stories of what could have been. What could have been? Yeah, how he went his entire Japanese career. Too. He went his entire J- Japanese career without getting injured. Without and then the second injured, he gets to the he U.S., just, he gets fucked. Yep, just, and, and it's just freak. I mean, I, I don't think you can blame and, and, and anybody. This, yeah, the it's second just, was a complete it's just, freak accident by a green fucking wrestler. They shouldn't shit, have had him wrestling with the beginning. Shit happens. It doesn't even have to be a green wrestler. Shit happens all the damn time, you know? I mean, you can be there yeah, against the safest wrestlers in the world, and you're going to get injured. It just happens. It just... It's life. Look at Sammy like, Zayn fucking... He nearly died to, with Samoa Jones. Mojo's incredibly safe. Yeah, right? Well, and, and AJ Styles, man. Styles Clash. Man, whew. There's some close calls on that one. Oh, and then, um, and then, uh, uh... Who the fuck did he almost kill on the stairs? Uh, Clash. Was it Ellsworth? Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. That, that, one, that one he didn't. That one he didn't fuck up on. Though. Ellsworth uh, knew how to take it at the time, and it just looked brutal. The one that yeah, was in the ring yeah. a couple weeks earlier, where he, where Ellsworth he tucked, tucked his head his instead chin, of pulled it back. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and AJ yep. noticed it midway and put his knee in the way because that's how fucking good AJ is. A consummate professional that he was able to to save his life basically. He basically he saved his life. Wrestler of the century. We would have never had the big hog. We would have never had that run if not for his <laughs> knee being in the way. Right. Um. All right. Well, we got some more news. Not only Rockstar Spud coming up. According to a report from PW Insider, word around the Performance Center is that a top cruiserweight and a top tag team are expected in NXT for January. Now, Hanson and Rowe of War Machine and Ricochet are the wrestlers that are expected to be to debut. It's not, and it's not official. War Machine recently uh, finished up with Ring of Honor at the last set of TV tapings. That may be spoilers for some folks. I don't know, and have been on WWE's radar for some time now. Uh, if anybody knows uh, Hanson and Rowe, they are definitely WWE material. In the yeah. case. In the case of Ricochet, his Lucha Underground contract was preventing him from signing with the company because they still had air dates. Now that He's season... been so furious about it publicly. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And now that season three is fully aired and is no complete no compete clauses up, the popular high flyer is free to sign with any organization and uh, WWE should be chomping at the bit if they're smart. He's he's been waiting to sign with WWE for like a year now, and he's oh, been furious that he hasn't been able to do anything. And War Machine is is very is very WWE. The only person I want to say is more WWE than that, those three right there is Jay Lethal. That's Actually, the most WWE looking dude. You know who you know who I think sign. is the most WWE guy not signed to WWE is fucking EC3, and surprisingly they let him go. But I I mean he's got the look. He's got the also, fucking chemistry. He can do a killer promo. He's got good moves. I mean, 
God, he's, it's, he's, also, it's also expected, I'm not sure if it's on the same site that you're looking at, but it's expected that either EC3 or Bobby Lashley or both are supposed to come to NXT. Well, not Bobby Lashley. Lashley would go to roster. Yeah, but EC3 would go to NXT soon um, because their contracts are both up in January as well. Who doesn't want to see Bobby Lashley versus Brock, Brock Lesnar? I mean, yeah, seriously. Yeah, I'll see Bobby Lashley chuck anybody. The match he's an entertaining never seen dude, and he's gotten so much better in Tina. Yeah. Bobby he, he was. He was. He'll admit himself that he was incredibly green and incredibly not ready to go to the main roster when he did it. Oh yeah. And now he's In so WWE. much more comfortable with himself. He can. Yeah. Well, now now he's been replaced with uh, what's his face? Uh, Shelton Benjamin. No, no, Maybe? not Shelton Benjamin. The other, the other dude, the big dude, uh, with the smile. Oh, Paulo Cruz. No. The only thing with Bobby Lashley is I know he uh, he wants to continue his MMA career, and WWE will not let him wrestle MMA, so he has to decide if he's going to quit MMA for a while to sign yeah. to them. That's or, the only thing that's, that's deterring. Because he's still signed to Bellator, and, and he does good in Bellator. You see, I think, isn't he undefeated? Um, I... I don't know or if he, he was for undefeated. a while at least. He was he was for quite a while there. I don't I don't keep up with a lot of MMA or Bellator or, or TNA Enforce Global Pact wrestling lately, which is sad but true. Okay, Bobby Lashley is officially fifteen and one. Oh yeah, that's that's a good record for anybody. That's a damn good record. And at that point, I think you just gotta stay with that. <laughs> Bellator is the number. He ain't gonna go to WWE and be like that. No, he lost no. in 2010 in a third round knockout in 10, 10 seconds into the into the round. Which still isn't too bad. Oh, by the way, if folks want to get I got a power for the Google Master because he's really good at this. <laughs> there is a uh, there's a clip on our Facebook page, Beefsticks Podcast, Facebook.com. Um, there's a clip, a video clip of this MMA fight, and then the picture of afterwards. I don't know if people have seen it yet. If you get a chance, head over to the Facebook page. There's a fight with an MMA guy, and he gets, it's just a, it's not a big one like Bellator or, or UFC or nothing. He takes an elbow shot to the fucking head. Oh, God, I saw that picture. And, oh, God, and he literally has a fucking indent the size of a baseball in his forehead afterwards. It's and he has sick. no idea. He was like, oh, why is the match being stopped? Yeah, the Why ref didn't know at first. The ref let it go for a while, and then he kept kind of looking and looking, and then finally he's like, no, 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 no. It's sick. <laughs> if you folks haven't seen it, swing by um, facebook.com forward slash podcast. Check it out, because it it's sick. I got the clip of the video, and then I got the picture afterwards. There, there's, there was another time where that had happened in, um, I want to say it was UFC where that happened years ago, where somebody took a knee to the forehead and it caved in their skull. And he amazing. was still awake, too. It's just, it's and sick. he's still totally there. Like, actually, hey, what's, why is the mess being stopped? And they're like, look at your fucking head. We actually have more sick, uh, more sick video shit to talk about coming up. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it moving. I'm going to keep it moving here. Um, an EUE slash Sokolo press release. Uh, I don't know fucking EUE Sokolo, but apparently they did a show called um, Genius. That's a huge show. And they're, they're a production company. Let's just say a production company. They put out a press release to detail the announcement that AJ Mendez, formerly known as AJ Lee in the WWE, her book, Crazy is My Superpower, 
is being developed for a television series. This book is an awesome, amazing, inspiring book. Anybody who hasn't read it, pick it up. Um, the shit she went through as a kid, the stuff she, her whole family went through, is is just amazing to where she got to today. And I'm excited for this. I mean, now, the, the fact that they're developing it for a series doesn't mean it's going to get picked up. But this is pretty big. Yeah. And with the whole thing with the Page movie that's coming out that The Rock was heavily behind. Yeah, he might do good in the UK because it's his production yeah, company. $4, we don't know $7. much about the Knight family in the US. Seven Bucks Productions. Apparently, they're absolute wrestling royalty in terms of. Actually, of and actually, I learned this week that Seven Bucks Productions is a, 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 a that the name came from uh, the Rock and Jr. They went out to eat. The Rock said, "I really wish I could pay for this, but I only got seven bucks to my name." Yep, Boom. it was just after he got uh, released from football, and he had yep. seven bucks in his pocket. Um, actually, there's a really good documentary called Wrestling with My Family. I believe that's what it's called, or is that what her book is called now? That, that's. Uh, I think that's what it's called. Um, that's Paige's documentary. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the Knight Family. It was. Um, yeah. It, it was. It was recorded yeah. before she was even signed. Her and uh, her other brother were both going in to, to get interviewed into a show. And it talks about her family, uh, Sweet Soraya Knight and uh, Robbie Knight and uh, the whole family and, <coughs> and what they've done and what they meant and kind of her growing up. So that's a really good documentary. It's pretty old at this point. It had to be in early 2000s. But if anybody wants to kind of get a heads up, an idea of what uh, their family was like before they go see this movie... It's really, I mean, even if you don't want to, it's a really interesting, if you're a wrestling fan, I love wrestling documentaries. I try to watch as many as I can. That's a really good one. Uh, but I'm excited for this TV show. Good for her. It's good that, that something's happening for her. Um, I have a few bits of news if, if, if whenever you maybe run out because maybe they'll overlap, but I've, I've found I'm, a few. I'm not going to fucking run out, but um, I'll let you throw some in here before I hit the injury report, just in case uh, there's stuff that we already talked about. There are reports right now okay. WWE is considering running an Australian pay-per-view this coming year. WWE has ran several successful live event tours in Australia, including 2002 when WWE presented the very first global warning pay-per-view and tour, which drew over 50,000 fans to Melbourne, Australia. According to a report from the Pro Wrestling Sheet, there have been internal discussions about holding a pay-per-view, perhaps using the Global Warning moniker again in 2018 at the Melbourne Cricket Ground. That venue holds 100,000 people. Just when I was excited they were cutting their fucking uh, pay-per-views down this year, they're going to start adding more. (laughs) I don't think they'll ever get 100,000 people in 2018. No, they're not going to fill 100,000. I'm sure they'd probably um, curtain off the top bowl for sure. But, um, you know, when, whenever WWE travels, they I don't... I think they could, bring, they could probably bring 50. Yeah, the people don't get to see them live a whole lot. You know, it's literally a once-a-year thing for a lot of them. So, I'm sure it'll, it'll draw huge. Um, you know, the problem they have with doing pay-per-views like that is the time zone difference. If you air it live... yeah. We're gonna be fucked up if you air it according to our schedule. There, you know, you're not gonna get the people in attendance then. So that's always a an issue. 
Look, it, not everything has to be live, I don't think. Yeah, I wouldn't say so. I think that if they if they they would have to tape it and air and air it here at a different day. Yeah. So there's no way they're gonna want to do it at like four a.m. or whatever the hell the time zone is there. Um, I'll skip this next one because it's not a big deal. Um, going on to some more comical news. Enzo Amore is getting cock blocked. I don't know if anybody's seen the video yet. Seen the pictures. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love the video. I need. To, I haven't shared the video on our Facebook page. I should share the video. Anyways, Enzo Amore's newest feud is against the Delaware DMV. Turns out Enzo signs his driver's license with an EA, hence Enzo Amore, that looks suspiciously like a penis, perhaps. Some could argue it's not. It's totally well, some, a dick. The DMV is saying that he needs a different signature and Enzo is refusing to re-sign it. This opens up a can of worms because now they are telling people how they can or cannot sign their name and that gets into really, you get into difficult territory there. Yeah. That's, I mean, like, it's, it's, uh, I, don't, I don't know why they would care, to be yeah. honest. I mean, it's stupid. On Enzo's part, I think it's just fucking stupid to sign your name as a cock. You know, no, 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 fuck that. It's not stupid. It's stupid. When I was in school and they were teaching us about signatures, they said a signature can be anything, even just a line straight across. Oh, I'm not arguing it can't be. I'm, I'm, a, I'm for the side that it can be anything. I'm saying it's stupid for you to fucking put a cock down. It's stupid for anybody to draw a cock ever. Unless you're fucking 19 and you're in college and you're writing on your drunk friend's face, it is stupid for anybody to draw a cock ever. It's just stupid. I'm not saying it can't be funny, it's but it's stupid. It's fun stupid. Yeah, I'll admit that. It's fun stupid, but it's stupid. God, it's... I had a friend, Logan Wells, who used to draw penises on everything. Like, like uh, super bad. But in real life. <laughs> You should let him keep it. I don't think they have the right to tell you how you can or cannot sign your name. But I do think Enzo's stupid for signing his name as a cock. Oh no! I love that Enzo part. did it. I love that Enzo did it. He'd be it's the guy to Enzo do it. Him. Yeah, it fits his character. I mean, he's he's like when when we have things like like the elf among men with Braun dressing as an elf. At least Enzo's carrying on kayfabe out of business. Right? Exactly. He's, he's like when he goes himself. to the club, he's the same fucking dude. Oh. And he brings his championship with him. All right, Phenomenal AJ, if you got some good news for us, we got about 10 minutes here that we want to get through. I got two, four, I got a handful of injuries, but if you found some good news for us, let me let me in on something. Let's hear it. Uh, well, I, I, have, I have two bits of news that, I, uh, that I've come across in the past couple, well, throughout the day. Um, sources saying that, that, this this one's actually been known for a little while that Batista wants to come back and have a lengthy lengthy run and a yeah. full time run, not just not just one offs like like Lesnar or something, but actually do house shows because he absolutely loves house shows. I think there's a reason that didn't make our news. I mean, it's Blue Tista. Well, yes, but it's still it's it's just something that he I guess he he's passionate and about. He's, and he wants yeah, to come back. Yeah, he's been very vocal about it. You're right. And the, he's been and the only the thing that's holding him back is that WWE wants to control his contract, and he wants to still be able to take movies when given, but he still wants to have like a six to ten month 
you know, they should time. they should have somebody who can who can pull the same kind of schedule as John Cena when John Cena's not there. I honestly I don't think don't... Ryback's the guy for that, or <laughs> Ryback. Ryback. <laughs> I don't think Batista's the guy for that. No, I don't but... think I don't think WWE wants Batista. They got such a full locker room now. I don't think he's profitable for them. In, Especially in... imagine, imagine. You know, we're on the precipice where the people are torn. Daniel Bryan coming back to WWE. Daniel Bryan not coming back to WWE. Batista already fucked Daniel Bryan before. Right. So for him to come in now would probably be a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just thought I'd bring that one up because that seems like he's really serious about it. Yeah. And uh, I don't think anybody is... Like, I, 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 I would be excited about it. I wouldn't really mind yeah, it. I don't, I don't know that I care. I mean, it depends if he's if he's trying to hold. Like, uh, apparently, he's not minding with with like the whole win loss ratio. Like, if you know, whenever Jericho comes back, he doesn't care if he loses. He just wants to right. put on a good show. Whereas, to like when Lesnar comes back around, he needs a title or he's not showing up. Jericho will right. come back and only do house shows oh, yeah. and not do anything. And he will lose every one of them if he can put on a fun show and make people laugh. Yeah. Um, one of the other ones, this one's a small one. I don't know if it might be in your injury report. Probably isn't, though, because it was just released about two hours ago. Um, that The whole thing that happened the other day during 205 Live when somebody chucked a bottle at Kalisto's face when he that was is down. My, <laughs> that is on my it injury is? report, but go ahead, <laughs> that, go that, ahead. That it, that it, that, yeah, it. that it blew his fucking mouth up, and is like he's got stitches, and his, his face is, his, his mouth is all fucked up because of that bottle. Yeah. Because yeah, of the water. That's just hilarious. And that's why and people thought, oh, man, he sold it so well. But no, he got his fucking mouth fucked up. He by sold it all right because it was real. <laughs> yeah, if anybody out real. there hasn't seen it yet, it's it's everywhere online. Just just go and search for it. They fucking just chucked that bottle at Kalisto's face while he's lying on the ground selling a move already. <laughs> and, and, from what, and from what people in the crowd have said, he was um, he was kicked out and arrested. Well, yeah, he should be. He should be. Yeah, yeah, he, oh, yeah. yeah. He, he was that's arrested for it. Yeah. Um, and the, uh, that's just that was a short bit that I just stumbled across the, right now. Granted, I've been to a JCW show and they throw far worse things into the ring than a fucking water bottle, and yeah. nobody gets arrested. Well, they're not so, WWE though. Well, when, it, when it, <laughs> I, I, I've been to a SmackDown and an NXT this past year, and it says like if you throw anything, we will remove you. We will ban you from. Here, we're coming back and we will arrest you. That like, woman didn't get arrested when she grabbed Roman Reigns' ass. Yeah, and that and that damn... Ta- I was going to say, that 10-year-old boy didn't get arrested for slapping Alexa Bliss's ass. <laughs> did you guys... Did you see the house show video where somebody chucked a Money in the Bank briefcase at Roman Reigns' head? Fuck yeah! But yeah, and, and all these people are like, cash it in, cash it in, and he chucks it. And they're like, square. we didn't mean like that, you asshole. <laughs> he hit him right in the fucking head with it. Yeah, it hit him square. Uh, and the right uh, and the other bit of news was regarding the Rich Swan incident. That uh, apparently everything's been kind of dropped. All of the charges have been dropped against him. They, uh, he got Jerry the King Lawler's. Yep, he got Jerry Lawler's attorney. That 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 his wife that his wife dropped everything. But since there's still witnesses, they have to go through a civil suit and wonder if just the attorney general will say. Yay or nay for it, but that she's dropped everything and she's reconciled the because they've been, is, I guess, married for like seven years. The problem is, even if he gets charged with nothing, he's not a big enough star to get through this. I think he's, I think he's buried in WWE if he stays around. I think the only thing that they, that the WWE, if they, if they keep him, 
The only thing they will do is they'll keep him under wraps for like six months. They need to put him in that next match show. (laughs) He'll beat a broad. He'll beat a broad. (laughs) Well, I mean, to to be honest, like I had to, like a lot of people had different stories about this. He didn't hit anyone. He didn't strike or throw a punch or a kick. He had her in a chokehold. No, he he had her in a a DDT hold. They said it wasn't around her throat, it was around more of her head. Oh, of course, of course. A black man was with a that... woman, an Asian woman, a nice Asian woman like that. Yeah. No, like, the whole bitch. story, though, is really crazy because every uh, there's apparently two witnesses. There's two witnesses, different stories from two witnesses. And the woman's story is completely different than those two. Those two. And then his story, his story, you know, is going to be the I didn't do anything. Well, yeah. That's just how it is. But, like, one person was like, they got in an accident. And the other witness is like, no, they didn't. They didn't get in an accident. This is what happened. And then she's like, no, there was no accident. This is what happened. So the whole, every witness has a completely different story of what happened. And I don't know what the witnesses would have to do with, with lying about anything. Because they didn't get anything out of well, it. Well, you just, in the spur of the moment, you see what you see. And no, nobody sees the, the exact truth. And you remember what you remember. You know, that's a big difference. Yeah. What you yeah. see and what you remember yeah. can be different. They've done yeah, so like many studies on this. They hit a pole. And the woman was like, no, we didn't. And it's like, she got out. And the car was going full speed. And she's like, no, it was. It was stopped. I, got, I didn't get out of a moving car. Yeah. And then he was like, well, I was rolling to a stop. And she opened the door. And that's when I was like, holy shit, you're getting out of the highway. I like Rich I hope the best for him. I, I keep want I want to see him. I want to see him prosper in WWE, but we'll we'll just let it play out. Um, I'm going to try to quickly go through these injuries here. We got just a handful of minutes left. Um, one, uh, you folks have to go to Facebook and watch this one, um, unless you're squeamish. If you're squeamish or squirmish or, or then don't. Uh, Beefsticks on Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash Beefsticks. Goya Kong. She wrestles for the AAA promotion. She suffered a very gruesome injury where she literally snaps her leg in half after a somersault dive off the ring apron. Uh, Does it make me a bad person to love to watch things like that? I watched it like three or four times, but I cringe. It's just like the um, uh, the Sid Vicious one. I didn't notice it the first time. I had to give it a second look. Um, And the video I've seen has it in slow-mo, so you get to watch it. Yeah. Oh, according, yeah. according to the UK Sun, Kong has undergone surgery already and is likely sidelined for 6 to 12 months and will reportedly need a mobility aid to stay off of her foot. No shit. And she's a bigger right. woman, so that's going to be rough. I hate to say it, but... Yeah. It's a sick video. If you guys haven't seen it, check it out. Uh, I hope a speedy recovery for her. And I hope this just... From what I hear, she's already got dates planned for when she's supposed to be done. So, I mean, she's not taking any time off for this. God bless her. Uh, Dean Ambrose. Ambrose's elbow injury. Um, so, so we all know there's, I guess we haven't talked about it on the show yet. He, he had his arm injured in storyline, and that's fake. Or his quarm, as WWE put. Q-A-R-M. He had a quarm injury. Um, that is fake, that is storyline, but that's because he does need surgery for his elbow. An injury that dated back to the TLC pay-per-view, when we all seen him fucking get slammed on the table. And, yeah. <laughs> and I am the table! Oh, he, yeah, he ran into rough luck with tables. <laughs> yeah, so apparently Ambrose's elbow swelled up immediately. He had to have surgery um, 
now, which was yesterday, so that he... What a better back. way to lead into surgery than having your arm slammed in a box. I know, right? Um, but he, he had the surgery now so that he could be back in time for Mania. He could have put this off and worked through it, but there's a chance he'd get injured worse and he'd be out for Mania, so this is the best-case scenario for him. We're still four weeks from Rumble. I think he could be back at Rumble just to surprise people. He could. It'll be it'll be close. It'd be a cheap surprise. Is John Cena the fuck out of it? I wouldn't recommend it, but <laughs> uh Jinder Mahal. Let's talk about him. After yelling at fans on Twitter, by yelling I mean all caps and exclamation points, stating to the otherwise, he is now finally admitted to an injury. He was on Athlon X's YouTube channel. In the video, Jinder reveals that he tore his. Who the fuck his... is Athlon X, and why isn't he on our YouTube channel? Let's let's fucking <laughs> let's fucking go to Athlon X and hit up the comments. Um, in the video, Jinder reveals that he tore his labrum, which is a shoulder muscle, two to three months his ago. Labia that he's been growing since he started <laughs> taking steroids. So he did this two to three months ago, and I think it was only about a month ago he's yelling at people on Twitter saying, you keep saying I'm injured, I'm not injured, I'm the modern-day Maharaja. So, fuck him. Anyways, he injured it while pulling the top rope in a match. So it's one of those, like, Sammy Zayn <laughs> things, where it's just like an injury can happen at any time. <laughs> he says that he has been working through the injury ever since and notes that he even had a 25-minute match with Shinsuke Nakamura in Japan. So, uh... He'll be out for a little while. It happens. I don't think anybody's going to miss him. Uh, I'm, I'm just waiting for all the conspiracy theorists to say that's the only reason he dropped the belt, too. <laughs> Had nothing well, I think to do with... it was pretty confirmed that, that his, whole, his whole run was to make India buy into him. And then they, they kind didn't. of found out that it doesn't matter whether he's champ or not. India doesn't have the money to buy into anyone. Well, India didn't even buy into him. They weren't even fucking... Well, yeah, India wasn't interested in him regardless, but yeah. India doesn't have the money to buy into him He's anyone. fucking Canadian! He's Nobody fucking in India cares! He's fucking Canadian! <laughs> He's a guy. He, he actually... When he goes to Canada, he gets a roaring ovation. Right? Right? They love him in Canada. They even had a big thing. They had a big news thing when he won uh, his title and stuff, and they gave him a medal and shit in Canada. Hey, WWE Canada didn't cover that. Race the fuck out of him. Uh, Medusa. Does anybody remember Medusa? Former, uh, she's a WWE Hall yes. of Famer. She also went as Alundra Blaze. She has posted uh, I, photos. I liked her as a monster truck driver. Yeah, right? <laughs> she was for a while. She posted a photo, um, and, and the following on Instagram, updating fans on how she's doing after a recent knee replacement surgery. She writes, I had staples the first time. This time he used glue, and what a big difference. Everything is checking out great. A few tight muscles and tendons, but to be expected for a revision partial of only five months to a total knee. So hopefully in five months she's going to be fucking getting a whole knee in there and, and hopefully fucking hobbling her ass over to uh, over to Tony Schiavone's. <laughs> Tony Schiavone would like a visit from Medusa. Tony Schiavone is, is, just, is just unconsolable after the death of Tom Zink. Oh, Tom Zink. He's a Tom Zink man. He is a Tom Zink man. But you know, you know what I've heard about uh, Tommy Young? <laughs> I don't think we've ever told the Tommy Young story on, on Beef Sticks. So allegedly, and this comes from David Flair, he was in the locker room one time, and the Barbarian, 
I don't know if folks remember the Barbarian from WWF and WCW days. He's a big, badass, legitimate badass Tongan. And uh, he looks at uh, Tommy Young, who was a referee. He, he did wrestling too, but he was a WCW referee. And he looked at Tommy Young and said, Tommy Young, you reach up here and jerk me off. <laughs> and Tommy Young just kind of looks at him and he's like, Tommy Young, it's happening one way or the other, either the hand or the ass. Jerk Barbarian off. <laughs> and if anybody knows who the Barbarian is, I tell you what, I'd probably reach up there quick as shit and start pulling, man. <laughs> Barbarian is apparently the guy that was uh, that was standing outside of Vince's room while Nails was assaulting him. Uh, uh, Tommy Young? No, no, Barbarian is apparently standing outside of Vince's room to make sure nobody, uh, nobody oh. came in and bothered them. Oh, I believe it. When, yeah. when Nails Barbarian's attacked him? Legit badass. And Barbarian didn't get affected by it. He was still on TV. He didn't get fired for it. No. And the, uh, well, who's going to fucking, you going to tell him he can't wrestle? <laughs> uh, he probably yeah, fucking, cool. Vince probably gave him a fucking you to jerk him afterwards. Off. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, the last thing I want to say um, is the AJ Styles. There's been rumors of AJ Styles' knee injury. Apparently those are false, according to Dave Meltzer. Dave Meltzer usually knows his shit. So according to Meltzer, all these uh, rumors going around about AJ having a knee injury are false. The future will tell. I don't know, but um, as of now, I'm 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 erring on the side of they're false. I haven't heard anything from AJ, and Meltzer says it's false. Meltzer's usually he's not always dead on with like some storyline stuff, but he's always usually dead on about injury. Yeah, he's usually in. The he never gets stuff. wrong about injury. Um, I think we'll save two tweet for uh, next week unless anybody wants to keep going on longer. But um, Either that or we could just put two tweet on Facebook since it's a visual thing and people can actually see it then. I can. I can post a bunch of the two tweets <laughs> there and just let them go and check out. Give them a reason to check out Facebook.com forward slash Podcast. It's a Facebook exclusive. It. I've been plugging it all night. <laughs> plugging it all night. So, God, what a, what a fun night. This has been good. This has been good. Shaw, I appreciate you, man. I like your input. I like your uh, your knowledge of, of wrestling, both past and current. I enjoy that. Definitely so, get a hold of us anytime you want to be on the show again. Yeah, yeah. I like hearing different... I like having I, varied I, opinions. I, I, uh, I'm not sure why I waited so long. I just kind of was staring at, uh, staring at like a post once, and I was like, hey, why have I been on this? I think I meant to post on this like months ago. <laughs> and I just never did. Oh, we've enjoyed having you. It's stuff I like talking about, and I don't really have too many people to talk about it with. Well, we're on episode thirty-nine. You just had to wait till we had some credibility, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I couldn't let my my YouTube credentials, of my <laughs> my millions of views and whatnot, right. that are from years ago, uh, couldn't let them go to waste. <laughs> Shit. Well, I guess it's about time for us to say goodbye, good night. Hey, I actually, I got one thing, man. You can't leave us hanging, pasty. You can't leave us hanging. Is the laundry done? Yes. Woo! All right. Good. I was going to be up all night worrying about that damn laundry, man. So. <laughs> and actually, might have to still go in the dryer. I don't know. I've been stuck in this room listening to it. At least the dog stopped barking at, like, the hour and a half mark. Right? <laughs> I completely zoned them out after a while. Uh, oh, no. Oh, they started they again. They heard, you, they heard you talking about them. 
<laughs> you talking shit? <laughs> no, we're talking shit. Uh, All right, my dog's well. been so bad lately. Like, I'll be sitting there in the morning even, not just... Just when I get home from work in the morning, she'll stand there, she'll stare at me, and she'll just scream at me. Rah! 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 Until I pet her. And if I stop petting her, she goes right back to it. Like, holy shit, are you dying? Why do you need this attention right now? Right. Oh. That's, that's a nice In another note, I named a dinosaur in my art game a bulb dog. I named it Frank for obvious Aww. reasons. That's yeah. so sweet. I, I love yeah. him. Yeah. That's one thing I like about having small dogs, man. They don't wake me up because they just cuddle with me in my bed. They're just there. <laughs> oh. Well, Shaw, thank you again. We appreciate having you. Everybody, thank you for tuning in to us. Make sure to comment. Make sure to download, click. Whatever you do, we thank you for it. I'm hey, Fat Matt. comment, subscribe. I'm Pasty White. Who are you? He's silent. Silent but <laughs> deadly. The phenomenal AJ Shaw, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Yes. My name was just a little bit closer to Styles. It'd be actually easier to do. <laughs> right. Well, it starts with an S. Yeah, yeah that, so that's something. close. <laughs> All right. Good night.